myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Monday, February the 6th. Trey Withers Show with Trey Withers. I am your host, Trey Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving, a, giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube as you walk in the door. Subscribing so you can join us in chat and a five-star review wherever you are listening. Please and thank you. The boys are here. Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, I came up with a new idea for Fantasy Football League where the last place has to sign up for the Army. And I will be doing that next year. I think it's a good idea, Scoob. I think thank it's a you. great idea. Thank you. Thank you. The McMahon's in the house. How are we feeling, Mick? Frazzled. Um, super frazzled. But I'm here, and that's most important. I got to say, I love the echo, man. Is it only I me? Was gonna Am say, I dying? I no, like I it. hear it as well. Um, Wait, sounds like a... There's an echo? You guys hear an echo? Yeah. Now it's gone. I think yeah, my man. I think my streamyard wasn't uh, muted. Oh, okay. Here, okay. Uh, <laughs> here, <laughs> and alive. I took mucinex this morning. I've had a lingering cough for I don't know uh, when did winter start. I was like, and... since I've met you, really. Um... <laughs> mucinex absolutely dominates whatever's in yours. Like puts it in a fucking headlock and just throws it out. Like I've been coughing up everything, lungs. The stomach, guts, everything. Mucinex is those commercials. It's like a little guy who goes in there and like dominate, but like I don't feel like they're advertising his strengths long, uh, strong enough. They're underselling it a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think they have to because you should not be able to buy that over the counter, man. That and uh, Benadryl, ain't no way you should be able to buy Benadryl over the counter. You should have to get that from a, a back alley or something. I, I used to have a Benadryl problem. Long time I think ago. We, anyone that ever took Benadryl had a Benadryl problem. That was, like you take two, that'll fix the cold. You take four, that'll fix anything for the rest of your life. That was early high school, early or late high school, early college. I didn't realize you you shouldn't be just taking those every day. You know, I was what, taking a lot of Benadryls. What kind of high would it give you when you're not sick? Nothing. I was just sleeping a lot. I was just sleeping like all day. That's all I was doing. Day. Not that's good. Kind of fire. No, that's kind of fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had the right idea. <laughs> you, I think. Uh, he was spitting. Uh, YC's in the house. How are we feeling, boss man? I'm all right. A little, uh, a little bleary eyed, but other than that, I'm fine. You know, no, uh, no mucinex or Benadryl uh, intake today. Just you know, water and berries, pure vitamins. You know, things like that. Monday food. Yeah, uh, get him out of here, Scoop. Cut his vine. Uh, we had some Everybody. news this weekend, boys. Yeah, very <laughs> hamster YC. What is this? Uh, <laughs> Orange berries this morning. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I ate some garbage. Uh, the back end of some beer bottles. Uh, it was a good weekend. I ate a, a few, a few pieces of corn off the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday. I yeah, live we a little. The pond. Some elderly threw some bread to me. I ate it off the. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was tremendous. It was the most uh, thrilling experience. Typical Monday in Brooklyn. <laughs> Speaking of Mondays in Brooklyn, um, 
Spencer Dinwiddie was traded, school. I don't know if anyone heard <laughs> or read about this this weekend, but we had ourselves uh, for the news that dropped what Friday as we were, I think, either finishing hour two or starting hour three, and it being finished Sunday afternoon sometime seemed to work pretty quickly. But Kyrie Irving headed to Dallas. Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, the 2029 first and two future second round picks heading back. Who who wants to start, man? Just what, what, what was everybody's first thought hearing this before we get into the the deets? I'll start. I thought the the Nets actually did pretty well um considering what we were talking like they would get on Friday, like, oh, they're going to get held over a barrel. They've got no leverage. They got a back a pretty good player um, in Dinwiddie. Dorian Finney-Smith is a stout player. He's not doing as well this year as he had been, but that was Luca's guy. I saw a clip where Luca was like, he's my guy, you know? So I did see, like, before this was like, oh, by far, he's Luca's closest friend on the team by far. Yeah. Now, you never know what that means in terms of how close they really are. But it was like, oh, there's not even like a, a, a number two. So that's out. And uh, yes, yeah, can we get a poll going? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you say, Cole? I was going to say, I also saw multiple people pointing to Kevin Durant saying like glowing things about DFS like months ago, nowhere near this trade. So it's like he's, he's older Cam Reddish, apparently. Nah, he can actually play, though. That's, I think that's the difference. But, uh, and in case, if you had told Cam Reddish right now he was DFS, he would fight you. He's like, I'm MJ. Uh, YC, your thoughts? Um, I don't know if they got a haul for him, but I think that they did pretty good. But Dallas also didn't give up all that much considering the position they're in. So I feel like pretty even Steven trade, unfortunately. It's fine again, man. <laughs> talking about eating... Uh, Grass clippings and, and drinking from the babbling brooks. And now he's talking about fair trade. He's on some sorry. shit today. Yeah, pretty, I, pretty, pretty fair trade. I mean, what, what? I don't know if he's going to re-sign with Dallas or not, but even if he doesn't, that's about, I mean, would you not give this up for, for Kyrie Irving, even for a year? Was, for 30 games. For 30 gonna, games? Like, on the whole, like, as we talked about, I just didn't know how, I don't know how the Nets were able to get picks like finney smith and dinwiddie are solid players i thought it'd be like okay we'll give you solid players no picks or picks but you got to take junk salary and i agree like you do if you trade the best player you're not going to get a dollar on a dollar but i do think they did well all things considered and at the same time if you said like the price for kyrie Irving was dorian finney smith spencer dinwiddie and a kid that's in like the eighth grade probably fifth grade right now you do it but it's I don't know how how you could feel comfortable giving up anything for Kyrie at this point. That's where I'm. It's not like a Mavericks thing. I get why they did it, but I just we've seen how this has ended literally everywhere he's ever gone. But I guess you still have to roll those dice for. I I feel like if you're Dallas, you have to. I think that they are fully aware he might not resign or anything could happen or he could decide to go Death Con Eleven on the Jews again or something. I don't know, but. Uh... Which Mark Cuban is one. I did not found this out. This <laughs> yeah, <weekend. laughs> not Cuban. Not Cuban. Very misleading. Yeah, I uh, don't know. false advertising. 
Yeah, but um, I just feel like if any team could give up a pick and a couple of like decent players, but still not real, because all this time we've been saying Luca has no help, right? So how good could these guys possibly be? The pick's not worth anything, really. It's good that the Nets got something back, a first rounder at all. So I'm just surprised the Lakers and try to beat this. I think a second first round pick gets it done, and those picks aren't worth it to the Lakers either. They couldn't. There was they nothing tried. they could do. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing they could do. Joe really? said, no, sir. Joe oh, right, said he's, right, going right. To, he's going to Dallas or he's sitting the rest of the year, uh, which is I'm very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very funny punishment to send him to the way better team. Uh, so I don't, they will definitely I don't also pay that. him. Yeah, so I don't know. I uh, like I do feel like this probably ends for the Mavs and like a sign-in trade this summer. And if you're trading for Kyrie, is there a better amount of games to have him for than 30? Like any more than that, you're really pushing your fucking luck. <laughs> like I feel like this is the perfect amount of games to have Kyrie Irving. He's on he's looking for a contract extension, Mr. I hate materialism and uh capitalism, but I will take the full four. Uh thank That's you right. very much. That's right. Um and so he's got that going for him. And it's like, yeah, this is this is you have to do shit for Luca. Like he hasn't come out and said like they're not doing enough for me. He's not tweeting. Maybe it's me. Like certain other NBA superstars. Oh, uh, Two thousand three aim away message. Don't call. Don't text. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, emo song lyric here. He's not doing that. But yeah, I feel like the Mavs kind of had to do this. And I don't know. I will say I do think the Nets are better after this i think they're a better basketball team now um but i also think the mavericks had to try something like this and if it doesn't work maybe they do a sign in trade and at least get if not something back that that uh not cap hold what's the word i'm looking for a player exception yeah mm. i mean i get it like just in the term we know mark cuban is a star chaser that's what he's done like literally since he got the franchise now it usually just does not work so if he's like, hey, we got to trade a little bit to get a, a bird in hand. I see that. But like on one to what YC was saying, like on one side, these are the guys that helped get them to the conference finals last year. Them two and Brunson, who maybe just consider him part of this trade, too. But it wasn't working this year. And from the Hawks, I can see what happens like when you do just commit to a team that made the conference finals. It's like, no, we we've got it figured out. So this gives them I. I guess a little wiggle room just because after they owe a pick to the Knicks after that, this summer, they'll still have, I believe two, two picks that they can trade and whatever salary. So if they think that they can do that, re-sign Kyrie or flip him on and then also use those two picks and something to get a plan or a, a third star or whatever. But it just feels like the Porzingis trade was years ago that was like the first thing they tried then the second thing they tried worked and they didn't re-sign Brunson and now this is plan C and Kyrie right, so. Irving is a plan that, that, that just hasn't worked <laughs> well recently what do you say YC? I said is everyone ready to admit the Knicks want to trade finally in our lifetime come on Scoop, cut his. How many times do I have to ask you, baby? Uh, cut his vine. Even everyone on this show, the three people not named YC on this show, are more positive about the Knicks than the man who just made that comment. <laughs> and the real saying. MVP dropped 24 last night on the uh, MB, but we'll get to that too. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah, Porzingis just wow. 
than the double eyes. That's, that boy looking, looking. So, um, I did after all this. Katie and Kyrie played seventy four games together over a four, I guess three and a half year span. Two and a half if you include the injury, but that's an incredible number. I didn't realize it was that few. And now I was like, I need. How many did they win? Did they win like fifty eight of them? I got regular season. I can't imagine it was very few. I don't know. They kind of stunk last year. They were the eighth seed. They're the seventh seed. I mean, those games that they play together. Enough. Like, it will get, Katie missed time for sure. Uh, Kyrie uh, didn't uh, have an Amazon Prime yet, so he was playing games. Um, was he? During the Rona? He wasn't playing uh, Canada games, but last year, I don't... He wasn't playing uh, yeah, the home games. They, that was the start of the. Of but they lifted. The they game. lifted that what around Christmas. Their record and is forty-seven and twenty-seven with the Nets okay, together. So decent. Uh, I remember with Harden, that big three had like an eight hundred winning percentage. But I think they played like twelve games. Like it wasn't. Yeah, they won eight for ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. It wasn't a huge sample with the three of them. But that brings me to a larger point I've been thinking about. Kyrie Irving, after this, will have played the majority of his career with either LeBron James, Kevin Durant, or Luka Doncic. When do we ask, like, is this guy the biggest underachiever in professional sports? One ring with the three best uh, oh, wow. perimeter players of his generation? Tough He's crowd. played with all of the stars. Like, when Shaq, Shaq did this with Penny, Wade, and... Um, Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Uh, Bryant, that guy. <laughs> uh, um, and he won four, and people call him an underachiever. So uh, this guy's won one, and he also played with Harden, too. He played with four Hall of Famers. It's funny, though, because on one hand, it's like you play with four Hall of Famers, and you say, but he missed a lot of time. But then you go, wait, that was also his fault. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, doesn't, it doesn't track. I was going to say, wait a minute. He missed a lot of games. Like, because he missed them. He himself yeah, did it. Whose fault was that? Um, <laughs> I did see people ask, like, what what cap is he wearing going into the Hall of Fame, man? It might be the Maverick. He might he plays 30 good games there in Dallas. It's like, we don't hate him. We we don't he didn't say anything bad about you know our core fans per se. I'm gonna say it's non it, his counting numbers are probably not gonna be great. Like I know the NBA Hall of Fame is gonna let him in, but he didn't make the all 75 team, as many no. people pointed out. And he's gonna have one ring and probably not as many all stars as he should because of the amount of injuries uh, he sustained. Sustained. So, like, is he gonna like? Is he a first ballot lock at this point? I know he's he's cool, but I'm sure at this point in Marbury's career, people would have said he was a lock. Nah, listen, the people that voted on that would have never ever said Stephon Marbury was a lock. <laughs> uh, not the. The ring, the way they got it, the all stars. He's got at least what one Olympic was he on? He was on one of the Olympic teams, wasn't he? Twenty. Can we, yeah, can we see Kyrie's wiki? Yeah, he would have had to have been. I was saying he started the all star game this year. Fans love him, so that's why it's like the all stars. I think he'll continue to rack up. I don't know how many all NBAs and whatnot that'll turn into. Yeah, let's see. Also, is he going to start for the West now? Who is somebody bumped from the? I mean, I guess it, it works out. The Steph got hurt. Are these even pickup games still, or they pick the players? Or? Oh, they're dry. Yeah, you're right. Well, the yeah, no, you're right. I, Starters I will they do are that? still yeah. locked, though. They, they, you, I think they're they just draft reserves, the same. Right? They yeah. draft the no. The, well, you draft the starters first. The captains draft the starters first, and then they draft the reserves after. Got you right. from the starter pool, and then 
they separate yeah. for the reserve pool. That's right. They'll um, probably take Steph's spot, I'd imagine. They'll just slot him it, in. Yeah, as I say, see, he hurt his leg, so that would probably make the most sense. Let's see. He is a is that eight All Star games? Yes. Eight All Stars. That's that's a lot. A lot. It's a lot of All Star games. Uh, three All NBA's, All Star Game MVP, fifty forty ninety Rookie of the Year. And let me see. Scroll. Yes, I see medal. So he's got at least one gold medal. So I, yeah, I think he's still first ballot. He's still first ballot. But I, I don't know who's. I guess Cas. It's like we hated him, but that was, it was ages ago. <laughs> so four teams ago. Do they select teams like they do for the MLB, where they like there's a hat or a jersey or something? I don't know, but now only because of this era, I want them to. Yeah, I badly, I badly know. want them to. Honestly, I put a put a onk on a hat for a guy, <laughs> I think. Yeah, the Hamza Just, hand. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Kofi. What what, what Kofi. Uh, teams Kofi will he wear going yeah. into the hall? Um, I did. See, Eric Adams wouldn't have traded Kyrie though. I mean, he would have, but it would have been just he'd be a Brooklyn Celtic again. Is what I'm reading. It says NYC Mayor Eric Adams was asked in an interview with Spectrum News one this morning if he would have traded Kyrie Irving if Irving were a City Hall employee. <laughs> Quote: I will find the team that beats us the most and then send him to that team because we would start beating that team, end quote, Adam said. He's never watched a sporting event, has he? He's I don't know words. if he's ever done much of anything, but but hit the damn club and turn up. I would find the team that beats us the most and then send, to the, <laughs> send him to that team because then we would start beating that team. Kyrie Irving is a Celtic again. Mick, your thoughts? Can't imagine something I want less. Uh, <laughs> the sign and trade is on the way. I've already heard my birds have been chirping. Grant Williams, uh, Sam Hauser, a 2038 first round pick. Uh, <laughs> Turtle's very upset by this tweet. That's so corny. <laughs> <laughs> and tw- not even like first reply guy. He's just genuinely like, why would he say such a corny thing? Uh, <laughs> Oh man, uh, or Jerry, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Jerry talking that talk. Uh, uh went lowercase school. Come on, somebody yeah, like live a little, live a little. Can't go, can't go higher case. Don't want to come didn't on too to strong. Yeah, didn't yeah. want to scare him. Didn't want to scare him. Didn't want to scare him. Another just part of this, I saw Nico Harrison, which I don't know if he's a match GM or uh, director of player, whatever. They were like, he worked with Kyrie several years ago at Nike. And I was like, the same Nike that Kyrie tapes, tapes over his shoes every game now? Interesting. But that, that's, I feel like it's like a, a Tyron Lewis, like, yeah, he didn't, he didn't burn down my house. We want to ring together. But, you know, he, he didn't say, fuck me. Um, and then we see it's from Chris Haynes. Sources say Brooklyn Nets received Los Angeles Lakers proposal that did include teams' two first round picks. 2027-29, and the Phoenix Suns offer of Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and unspecified picks. Did they get the best deal on the table for them? I don't think so. I don't I think f- so. I feel like the Laker deal is the best deal because you got to figure those picks are post-LeBron, and the Lakers will be... You hope. Man. Yeah. You, you just don't know at this point, but you hope. <laughs> He's like 45 out there. Uh <laughs> 
and you gotta imagine the the Lakers are gonna be a complete mess then. So, but it, it, that's the one you go for if you want the future. But I don't think the Nets are thinking about the future. They're still trying to right. build around Durant and win this year. So they're still like the four or five seed. Yeah, I believe. I think right. so. It's like yeah, we can't. That's probably the best trade. But it's like yeah, we can't get nothing back mm-hmm. today. Even though Russ and Katie part two in Brooklyn would be very funny. Very very funny. I mean, they, What's the best offer here? Now, where are you going to say? The problem, the problem I have with the Lakers' 27 and 29 pick is that is probably post-LeBron, and it's very clear the Lakers do not respect LeBron. So they actually could be back by 27. I think a lot of stars outside of Kyrie don't really want to play with LeBron right now. They saw what happened his last, last Cleveland stint. They won the one, and then they got to, what, two or three more? I think it was three more finals. Or two more, because Toronto got after, the one. I would say after he left, I think one, maybe two more, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, I think everyone just remembers, I, th- I think they won one game of those eight possible, and it was... Everyone I guess the best him. team of all time. But I, I think they remember how LeBron acted during those finals, where he was just uh, outwardly uh, blaming everyone Col- else. <laughs> Coley's saying maybe it's him. Yeah, I, I agree, it is him. Like, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna rush. Yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna yeah. rush to be like, and you know, I, I need, like the the only person we know who's tried to go to the Lakers during this LeBron era is DeRozan, and LeBron's the reason that didn't happen because he traded for Russell Westbrook. So he's blaming everyone else. He sh- it is him. He is the blame here. It's a thousand percent him. And Palika is a moron. There's no denying. I that. think Palika it's is- both. Yeah, yeah Blake is really bad at his job, but everyone's Maybe sitting here saying, everyone's sitting here saying he had the best package on the table. So how how is it his I fault? It. Uh, no, sorry, to the right side of the screen is saying he had the best <laughs> offer. What's up, Chris Paul crowd and unspe- That's only like unspecified picks could mean anything, and I'll only say that because the Suns have said we don't value our draft pick. So if it was like Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and three unprotected first. Like, yeah, I probably would have took that, but right, yeah. I feel like you would have taken that if that was the offer, though. Maybe so, maybe so. But if if we can be, if Joe Sy can be believed to where he's like, I'm not even hearing the Lakers out, ain't no telling what you could have got out of the Lakers. You could have got Thomas Bryant, uh, whatever, (laughs) Austin Reeves on on a team friend. That's what they say when you don't make no money, a team friendly deal. Part of the reason I don't think it was a ton of picks from Phoenix is I think they they led with a shit offer because I think they still want to unload for Durant. So if they gave too many Definitely. picks for Kyrie, they wouldn't have been able to do both should right. they ever do that. So I think they're they're right now. I mean, it came out the second Kyrie was traded, I believe also from Chris Haynes. Maybe it was mm-hmm. Weinstein. That was like I was just typing uh, away, man. Chris Haynes just handed him the phone. It was like, yeah, just just write sources on the front and then just hey, go crazy, my dude. Yeah, whatever you want. Because uh, <laughs> he was like, Phoenix has made it known. They may be still interested in Kevin Durant. Who's to say? And it's just like, yeah, everyone fucking knows that. Thanks. Right. Also, who's not interested in Kevin Durant? Like, if he's whether he is or is not available, I'd still call every six weeks. It's like Durant. Um Fuck me. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you in March. Uh, so if they could have got both the pick, like completely unprotected because yeah, like the decade there was the ring, which was in a bubble and definitely counts. And then very few else. 
Like the Lakers have been bad, and if, if they're gonna keep Palinka, I need those picks as long as he's the GM because that team's gonna stink. So that's where I'd have to think about it. But yeah, can we see the standings right now? I have the Nets as like the five seed. They might be. I I, I don't know much of anything the about the, the standings anymore. I was gonna say they're not far away. So it's like we can't turn Kyrie into Westbrook right now. Yeah, they're looking at home court right now. That's about half a game, but they've been without Kevin Durant for a month now. And they still... were the two seed when he went down. So it's like there he will be back, we think. And now can we see the Nets depth chart? Because again, this is what like Cole, you say you think they're a better team? Yes. Like on court team? Yes, absolutely. It's a lot of O's. It's a lot of O's. <laughs> That's part of what hurts. Bingo at this moment. Yeah, when when everyone's healthy, uh, the Dorian Finney Smith designated driver uh, apparently. I don't. <laughs> Double duty. He, he got to guard everybody. But basically, like the, now they can replace the concept of Ben Simmons with Dorian Finney Smith, and now player. you have yeah. Royce O'Neal, Kevin Durant, Dorian Finney Smith, Nick Claxton. That's a strong defensive four. Now, offensively, it's Kevin Durant and Spencer Dinwiddie doing Spencer Dinwiddie things. So, hey, offensively, you eighty percent, man. And again, when Kevin Durant's doing the Kevin Durant thing, that, what more do you need? Also, Kevin no, Thomas helps. just scored like forty-five last night. So, I was told on this program he stunk. So, I don't. I don't hey, want listen, to hear it. Did he play that game? They lost by eighty-six points. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But if he can give them 60% of Kyrie's numbers, and now you have Dinwiddie, and now you have, right. like, Royce O'Neal has some defensive help. I could see the case for, I just wondered, like, playoff time. When it's like, okay, we're locking on Durant. Who's, I was going to say, who's going to prevent you from getting swept? Uh, Kyrie <laughs> wasn't that answer either. So maybe, yeah, maybe they are a better team. Well, also, last year when they got swept, Joe Harris was just out, and he still mm-hmm. is up and down like he he doesn't look like his pre-injury self yet uh but he's still someone you have to account for when he's on the court like you don't want to leave him open. Like, well. yeah, let's see yeah right and tj warren so i do see them being able to give different looks they could kind of mix and match they can go all defense they can take some of it off for more offense i just kind of like the roster flexibility now are they do i have them cutting down the nets for sure not i think they're still at best the third probably fourth best team in the east but that's when I thought of them before this trade. So I just think they have a couple more options to lose now. That it's not just like, oh yeah, they're gonna get drubbed uh like with Kyrie. Now I think they can they can actually put up I mean they didn't put up much of a fight last year. Like they the first game was close. The right the rest of the games were kinda close and then they gave up. Like they final quit. scores were I saw like the final margin for the sweep was like the lowest ever, but it was still a right. sweep. Right. Do we think so. they they move off of Dinwiddie? Because wasn't he already on the Nets and they got rid of him before? Do we think They sure did. Um, do we think they do it again? I don't know. I think it was Robbie Rav that said Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City and Golden State to play with Spencer Dinwiddie twice, um, <laughs> which is <laughs> jarring. Just jarring <laughs> information. I saw somebody in chat said Dinwiddie may be on the way out. I think he's got another year after this contract. So, like, if they trade him or something, but he's having a good year, so... They would get something. Yeah, that's why I asked that because I saw that. So I was like, what do they know? What do they know? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought I checked. I was like, I don't think he's the free agent. He's got this year and then one more. What I wonder looking at this is do they take those all those picks they just got and try to get somebody to take Ben Simmons? 
<laughs> like if you take Ben Simmons and that salary off this team and just get a playable player, I'm like, okay, now nah, you might be cooking with gas now. I saw before the show today that Ben Simmons has zero trade value in the league. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you're going to have to attach the picks, but if you just attach these Mavs, like, we don't even have them. Like, this ain't even, this money ain't even in our pocket yet. What would it take to just get him out of there? You would have to find a team. I think the Spurs aren't even at the salary floor yet. So I think they're an option. The only team. Um, Oklahoma City, I think, would would take picks to do this, obviously, and Houston. But I don't know that he like. I feel like Houston is. I think sending him back to Philly would be better for Ben Simmons than sending him to Houston. I genuinely believe that. That can't be true. Uh, I, I don't know. He might go out clubbing in Houston. It might bring him out of his shell. Next thing you know, he's shooting pull ups, shooting three pointers. Back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm t- like legit. Send back uh, like Eric Gordon and whatever salary it takes. It's like, yeah, here's Ben Simmons and these math. But we just, we don't even, we not even worry, bro. Houston just gets more pick. They can do whatever they want with Ben. Simmons. He don't play no way. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he messing up the future. And I wonder, like, it would be. Uh, I think Wolster said it's like it's all role players around Durant. And it's like we we see what happened when you put the stars, man. It just hasn't worked out. He don't like it, or they don't like it. Or they don't like the situation. I don't want to put it like it, it's on him. But is this what he just need? Maybe he just need all role players. It's like, I'm so good at being Kevin Durant. I only need you to defend and you to create and you to do X, Y, and Z. But yeah. I also don't know, is that the type of ball he wants to play? Because I thought well, that's I, why he went to Golden State. So that... Well, I, that, I think the reason he wanted to go to Golden State is like, I, and I'm, Golden State fans are going to take this as a negative, but they're all like hyper elite role players. Like, obviously, Steph's a superstar, but Clay is a hyper elite three and D guy. Draymond's a hyper elite point forward. So it's like they they had guys who bought into that system, and that's kind of why it's beautiful basketball what they've played when everyone's healthy. So I think that's why it worked. But the role player thing really only becomes a problem in crunch time. If you're winning by 10 and everyone's doing their job, like you don't need someone else to find their shot. You just need to keep playing the offense. So it, it's one of those things like, oh, Danilo Gallinari can't play in the playoffs. Well, yeah, that's a problem for the playoffs, but you still have 82 games to get through. And that's where it's like, yeah, that can be good. And if you find your rhythm, I mean, that was kind of what the, the Hawks of what like 14, 15 were. They're all hyper elite mm-hmm. role players. They made the Eastern Conference finals. Like there's a ceiling on it for sure. But most of those teams also don't have a Kevin Durant in the equation. That was the Hawks' biggest mistake. I've always <laughs> said, not, just not having Kevin Durant. Um, oh, has, has Brother Roby logged on? Uh, how are we feeling both about the trade off, man? He's YC. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> both teams went. Now cut his vibe, man. Turn it. Turn that font back to uh, put a yellow or something, man. <laughs> These stinks. He's on one this morning. Yeah, we know. We know. And Simmons in Houston, though, like their whole problem is they don't have, they, they only have people who want to shoot, no one who wants to pass. So I can actually kind of see it working. Kevin Porter Jr. and Eric Gordon come back. Uh, <laughs> I just, don't although know. I've, I've seen a lot of people floating because we talked about it last week too. Harden back to Houston was something we talked about. Mm. So is that where Durant forces himself? He's going to be a rocket next year with Harden. Could be. Could be. The old Kawhi PG sign me and uh, trade for him. Right. You get us both. That's six seed in the West. 
What if uh, what if Luca's sending uh, Dorian Finney-Smith on a recon mission? He's like, go over there, see if it's really as big of a shit show as I, as they say. And if it's not, I'll be there in a couple years. The uh, that was the DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. When the, sorry, Wasi, when DeAndre Jordan got traded to the Knicks, he was doing some recon. It was like, damn, bitch, y'all live like this. Like we can't, I can't have the, I can't have the gang come here. So they went across the hall. And it yeah, worked look, out. Look, look how that turned out. Yeah, look how that turned out. <laughs> well, DeAndre left. Life. That's really yeah. when it all <laughs> fell apart. This is why Denver knew what they were doing, making him the first free agent sign last year. They were like, watch this. Watch. We're going to pull out this keystone, and this bridge is going to crumble. Porter Jr., uh, KCP, and two future picks uh, to Brooklyn for Durant. We're about six weeks away <laughs> from that. <laughs> um, let me stop the poll, Scoob. I want to see who do the people say and won the trade. How do we think Kyrie and Luca work out playing next to each other? Is that going to work well, or because I, I, I right away I was like, both of those guys want to score a lot. Both of those guys I think would want the ball in their hand as much as possible. I don't know. Maybe Kyrie is all right being off ball, but Luca I don't think wants to be off ball at all. Well, well, let me say first. People say the Nets, 62% to 37%. So the people say the Nets won it, but almost 40% for the Mavs is not uh, they got they got the best player in the trade. It's only so much you can lose it. To what you were saying, Scoob, I like Kyrie said last year, like for Harden, he was like, No, you be the one, I'll play off the ball. So if I if it's for like real hoopers, like he played off the ball for LeBron in Boston, he didn't respect anybody. So Oh, and that know. worked out well for everyone. So, uh, <laughs> and there's I, nobody else in Dallas who needs the ball. So there's plenty. That's, to it. that's really what it gets down to. It's like uh, Maxi Kleber is like, I'm almost back and I need my touches, guys. <laughs> so it's like Luca's doing everything right now. If you just add Kyrie and it's like, hey, do the stuff he's not doing, you can, it's worse offenses. I think they were, I saw ninth in offense as is, but they're 24th in defense. That's my biggest concern for the trade for Dallas. What defense? Because that wasn't good already, and then you're taking Dorian Finney-Smith, who's their best perimeter defender. Is that fair to say, Roby? I know he watches more than I am, and Dinwiddie solid. And I feel like you're betting a lot on Tim Hardaway Jr. defending Reggie Bullock and Josh Green, unless the Mavericks have another trade to make. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, unless they like just say a hey, Christian Wood is not as much of a fit. Now that we have like a another elite creator, I saw Maxi Cleaver's close to coming back. So if they're like, we can we get anything for JaVale? Do we need to flip Christian Wood if they make more moves? So I guess do we think Dallas is done making moves? I don't think so. I think they got to do something else because defensively, uh, Will in the chat made a good point. Me and him are splitting that defense over and over and making them call for help. <laughs> so yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't know about Jake that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That once that pick and roll, me and Will get going. Ugh, they're gonna need the refs to step in. So it's like that. <laughs> is this a boss man landing spot? Is anywhere, man. Would <laughs> Javale, like Javale for boss man? You might have to throw something. I don't think uh, Javale makes enough, but I feel like Dallas would definitely do that trade. I feel like Phoenix would. I don't know, maybe uh, second round pick, throw a pick or something in there. I don't even know how choosy they could be after. I don't know how choosy anybody can be. 
After destroy. What about Mo Bamba after he threw hands? The the well is poisoned. I could... Let me just say this. I said Cam Thomas wasn't good and he immediately scored 44. I said I don't know about Jalen Suggs and he immediately took down Austin Rivers. Uh in the, the cleanest in his own city. And his the... own city withers. I had to check in with Jay Rivers um before they <laughs> before they go ride a splash mountain, man. Um Real hoop is back, though. So I, if Dallas makes another move, then I'm listening. Like a, a boss, just somebody who's going to do some type of defending. Because, yeah, Luca, I think it was Roby pointed out, like Luca played well, like when Brunson had the ball, Dinwiddie, I think he, he might like play best that way. They tried it with Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. just wasn't Kyrie Irving. Not yet, at least. So wait, little little Don says Rivers was gonna mop up Bamba, bro. Come, come. At, at what? Now at what? Let him let him finish. Like two K. Nepotism. Right. Now you get you go to Kissimmee County, man. You better be checking in with Jay Riv. <laughs> Otherwise. I would. Bamba tried tried to use the fast pass to skip the line, and he yeah. didn't check in. Wait, can you play? I just the Jalen Suggs in and out. That's all. I was like back in on this kid. Don't know why I ever doubted him. <laughs> is he Terrell Suggs' cousin? Is he? I think he is. Look at this. Bow. <laughs> Look, and I'm out the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's an elite skedaddle. I said I, that's why you take a kid like that top five man. He's got it, school. It leap leapfrogged him. He also he like pinned shoulders to the he wasn't just kind of like toss him he was like you are on the ground now, and then he, he bounced. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was all state in Minnesota growing up like for football like he's he was he's yeah, not, no, like uh, quarterback he was yeah, yeah. that deal yeah. uh, he was just running running to the camera to celebrate the sack you know like get them right. to run away. That's a wrestling pin man. Uh, <laughs> that, that arm is flat. <laughs> and a. Somebody on the magic said all he said, all Mobamba said was, uh, "This ain't high school no more." I, I guess that's what Austin Rivers was like. I don't like when you saying that to me. What do you mean by that? What do you mean it's not high school anymore? <laughs> and yeah, they mopped the they mopped the court with the back of his head is what they were only mopping. They did. <laughs> Our good boy Kelly Foltz just could not believe uh, <laughs> anything. Second <laughs> really cousins. Second okay. cousins. Okay, but are, they do share blood. They <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Uh, yeah, Markel Foles can't believe it. But this, <laughs> I was like, this also might be a if Mo Bamba never says anything, then he comes with that. You're like, what? what? I expect Terrence Ross to say that, not to. Uh, <laughs> that's Gary Harris trash talk. <laughs> and Bamba's just having a. He's like, nah, Austin Rivers just the one to, just the one to steal on, and. Jalen Suggs said that. No, that's correct. He, he is the one. And they he got three – was it three games? and four, Rivers got three. I think Bamba got four. Yeah. Jokic pushed Markeith Morris. One game. Grayson Allen pushed Caruso out of the air, broke his arm. One game. Dylan Brooks pushed Gary Payton II out of the air, broke his arm. One game. 
Dylan Brooks last week uh, punched a man, doinked a man in the in the dong one game. Uh, one game. Is this and a, this, this is another, three and four? Is this another Mo Bombovich situation? If, <laughs> <laughs> if Mo if Mo Bombovich was from Serbia, it would have been a one game uh <laughs> suspension. I just like what uh what's the consistency, Silver? Like like pushing somebody out of midair feels like one the most dangerous thing you can do in the sport. Is, is Joe Dumas in charge of these uh, suspensions now? By the way, which I don't think I knew. Is he in the front office? Is who? Who'd you say? Joe Dumars. Oh, is he? I heard something like that. It's like in the league office doing something. I don't know if he's in charge is, of these. Uh, I thought he was with the, the Kings or something, but. If he, oh, yeah. that would make even less. And the sense, Kings are Joe better Dumas. now. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> well, I, that would make me. I'd even have more questions because if Joe Dumars, this would be a, a play on in Joe Dumars' game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's the EVP and head of basketball operations of the NBA. That's Damn. what his title is. I don't know what that means. I guess maybe not. Yeah, just... Bamba. Bamba did leave the bench. Yeah. The rest of these guys didn't. Oh. So I know that's an automatic sump. That's why now, whenever a skirmish happens, most of the bench just turns to the rest of the bench because no one wants to get Phoenix sunned. Um, <laughs> and every single assistant coach builds like a red rover uh, yeah. behind the whole back room, man. <laughs> yeah, but I do feel like the rest of them being one game still doesn't make any sense just because that's... they didn't leave the bench to create like catastrophes. Yeah, so Dylan was like, listen, you could have put him in the figure four. Uh, hey, for, the, from NBA.com, in his new role, Dumars will oversee all basketball operation matters for the NBA, including development of playing rules and interpretations, conduct and discipline, and policies and procedures relating to the operation of games. So, I, Did he ever work with the King? Did I just make that up? Uh, did it say where he, he came there, from? I think he was there for like a season or something, like maybe last season? So Dumars left and they got better. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't know he was that interesting. Weird. Salute to Joe Dumars. Uh, but yeah, so if Jalen Suggs just like pinned him down and put him in the sharpshooter until Austin Rivers <laughs> just tapped. One game. One he didn't lead the bench. Yeah. Uh, what, happened to, what happened to Ben Simmons when he had Cat in the crippler crossface? I, did he get suspended at all? Like, serious question. Did he get suspended at all? <laughs> I, don't remember. No, I, I don't remember. I feel like you're allowed to restrain. They they don't want they don't want strikes, but they they allow submission. No no suspension for submission holds. Yeah, he was restraining his uh windpipe from uh, <laughs> from oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's what just, happens. Yeah, I was keeping his neck and shoulders uh, secure, <laughs> stable. Uh, but it happens in every fight, and those guys never seem to get in trouble. Like you put them in a painful headlock, you give them a couple noogies, and that's fine. Listen, man, it's in the, well, the tough scene was when they showed Cat's feet flailing. Man, he got them size twenty fives. They he was flopping like a fish out there. He could not breathe. You notice what what arm bent with his choking arm? It's his right arm. <laughs> He's not choking with his left. You understand? Uh, getting, getting a good rip. We go back and see he starts with the left and then switches to the right. It's like, he's right there. He's, he's right there. It's the Dean Malenko clause. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, they said Simmons was a peacekeeper. For what? <laughs> who's, who's that playing in Monarchs look like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that, that, that might be Nazareth? No, no, no. Is that Torian Prince? 
it might be two. Like, yeah, I think it's Dorian Prince. Yeah, I think it's Dorian uh, Prince. Yeah. 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 Nas Reed. Nas Reed. Cool monarchs. Uh, oh, just say Nas Reed on his. <laughs> also, Woodbye. this fight distracted from Rudy Gobert had like the worst pass in the world before. Um, <laughs> right it, before, did the it play. start this brouhaha? Should he get a game as well? Is what I'm hearing. I mean, if we, if I gotta find it, I gotta find it because that was it was here. It is here. It is here. It is. Historically bad pass. Historically <laughs> bad pass. Historically inefficient playmaking. Here it is. Be- better than Kyrie Irving, according to the trade value, though. <laughs> Point Rudy. Oh, do it to him. Oh. <laughs> and just, that's the fed up, dog. Just, just stand straight up. Don't yeah. say nothing. Just stand straight up. And then after that, Gobert's like dapping him like my bad as Ann is looking down is like, nah, they about to fight. Oh, they fighting. Um, no court awareness from Gobert on offense or defense. He's the last person to know the fight was going on. Mm-mm-mm. Also, they, they they said he's got the worst aux court abilities on the team. You don't give Rudy the aux. Oh, no. That was... Oh, you trying to hear uh, Tony Parker rapping. Y'all, y'all want to hear that new, t- that new TP? <laughs> Hey, speaking of encore fighting, YC, you're Grizzlies, man. What, what what's the meaning of all this? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my boys, the boys that I love so much, so dearly. <laughs> People asked me in the community, they said, What is going on? YC is Grizzlies. YC is Grizzlies. Everybody talking about YC is Grizzlies. Caught them better than this. I don't know. <laughs> this came out yesterday. I was like, was this the NBA trying to get a a, a jump on Pro Bowl? Cause like the Kyrie stuff, and then this came out like pro balls. Like the NBA, they try and bless their heart. I like one of the replies you got. We really, really nailed it. They were like, they just slipped this in during the Kyrie trade, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't pay too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. It says associates of John Morant verbally accosted Pacers personnel, and someone trained a red laser on them from a nearby SUV post game January 29th. Quote: We felt we were in grave danger. End quote. A person. Whose present said the NBA investigated the incident, and <laughs> some of the quotes from this is after the game, the Pacers players, coaches, and support staff. And it, it happened like during the game, there was some kerfluffle. Like I think it was Andrew Nimhard and some of the Grizzlies player. One was Jaws' friend. That's the guy. Uh, his last name's Pack. That's who they're referring to here. He was ejected and it says after the game, the Pacers players, coaches and support staff entered the loading area to board a team bus. About 30 to 40 yards away from the bus were two parked cars. Pack and four to five other men emerged from the cars, walking to within 30 feet of the Pacers group, which was not close at all, and began shouting at them. There was, according to the sources, the remarks directed at them by Pack and others included, come get some of this and you don't know how we roll. And I'll show you what I got. Some Pacers players and others yelled back at them, according to the people present. Pacers, NBA, and arena security got between the two groups. What, uh, is there more after that? Mm -hmm. Let's see. It says, yeah, following a game between Pacers and Grizzlies, January 29th in Memphis, uh, acquaintances of Ja... Moran aggressively confronted the members of the Pacers traveling party near the team's bus in the loading area of FedEx Forum. And later, someone in a slow-moving SUV, which Morant was riding in, trained a red laser on them. 
And then he misses last night's game with a, a bum wrist. Gripping the tech. <laughs> did, not, did not play gripping the tech. Avoiding the media. Not a good look for Ja. Well, <laughs> threatening to shoot the Pacers training staff. Um, well, my I'll favorite part the <laughs> of, the, of the article was uh, the, the Pacers... Uh, personnel did ask to re remain anonymous. It's like, how many people could this be? We've already <laughs> named the team. The, they know who you're talking about. Like, <laughs> you've done right. no service to them here. Well, that uh, yeah, it's that they they didn't. I say they didn't file a police report out of retribution. They stayed anonymous out of retribution, uh, out of fear of retribution. I was like, so y'all went to Sam Amick. <laughs> y'all went to Sam Amick and told it all because you were scared for your life. And then some of that trash talk was very, very much uh, Black's Rule energy. But, very much hey, uh, hey, 80s hey. Disney movie fight. Uh, but given what we know about John Moran's <laughs> trash talk, <laughs> is, it, it is, is it Black's Rule fake? Or it doesn't track perfectly with, I, was check, I went to check his temperature. They don't want to come up the chimney. I'm Santa in this house. <laughs> <laughs> this is how John Moran talks. This might be how, his, how the gang do. I don't know. <laughs> Sources said a window was rolled down in a why I oughta, why I oughta, uh, came out of it from Morant's side. John Morant was seen painting a, a hole in the side of a building after the game, <laughs> trying to trick the Pacers' buses. He shot a gun and just said, bang, with a flag on the end. You know that, uh... The Steve Harvey meme where it's the old gangster with the big teeth smoking the cigar. <laughs> I went, if yes. John Morant's uh, posse traveled and they all dressed like that, I'd be back in. I'd be all in if they were just 1940s <laughs> hitmen. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, see? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to tighten up the trainer, see? Hey. And the GM, see? Yeah, ash a cigar. Free. It's free. Uh, it's free to see how hollows feel. Yeah. <laughs> Then I found a video with 3,000 videos on YouTube, um, and it's literally, it's just called John Morant with Squad with Gun. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> gun! <laughs> and then, um, I'll just let it play it. That was like, get me away from these people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if he was Ja Morantovic, would this have even? Yeah, they would. Have, they would talk about how tough his brothers were, and they said, "Don't mess with him." If he was Ja Morantovic, I, I can't remember who tweeted that, but points for me. Yeah, I'll show you what I got. Come, on, I'll box your ears. Is what they were quoted as saying. And now, so if. if any members of the Pacers training staff shows up dead, shows up murdered. I think we know where to look. I like how the athletic tweet says they verbally accosted players' personnel. Yeah, that's what I was like. Hey, come on, man. So they were 30 to 40 yards away, then they got within 30 feet. It's a lot of fucking feet away. Um, it said they verbally spar for like 15 to 20 minutes. And my first thought was, you know who's not about to fight or shoot? Somebody that's verbally sparring for 15 to 20 minutes. From 30 yards away. <laughs> that shit would have been a two-minute, been like, we waiting for y'all outside. Bet. 
It would have been uh, 30 seconds of chatter. Yeah, of all the places where I feel like I'd be, like, in danger, this is very low. Surrounded by NBA players and, like, the team personnel and the, the, and the other cars, John Morant in the car. Like, I don't think anything's going to pop off there. That would be a absolutely absurd situation. Like, that would be, like, NBA-breaking situation. Yeah, like Terrence said, the Memphis influence is too strong, man. They got to either start drafting only homegrown guys or only international, like everybody that gets there feel like they just uh, South Memphis personified, which I get, you want to take on the identity of the city uh, to an extent. <laughs> um, <laughs> to an extent, you know what I mean? But once felony charges start popping up, then I, I just don't know. It's supposed to be grit and grind, not like Rico and grind. <laughs> And then is- later in the article, someone was like, that was 100% a gun. I was like, okay. Man. Then y'all should have called the police. Like, sure, if, y'all, if y'all really felt that way, you should have called the police. Um, yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Cole? This is what I miss about David Stern's NBA. This story never comes out in David Stern's NBA. Because Not two years ago, David Stern would have, like he did with Carmelo. And that Carmelo talked about this, I think, last year. He was like, it was like my second year in the league. David Stern called me into his office in New York and he sat me down and he said, knock it the fuck off. He said, you can be a multi near billionaire or you can keep running around Baltimore the rest of your life. We we know this guy. We know his address. We know this guy. We know his address. And Mel was like, God damn, how often are you watching me? Because David Stern cared about his product and he cared to not have people uh, dead. And I don't think that there's any risk of this, but John does act real tough. And I do say act intentionally. He, uh, he's been doing yeah. this a lot. He he tweeted, it's free to feel how uh, Hollows feels, stuff like this. All time great athlete tweet. <laughs> yeah. David Stern would have been like, hey, dumb dumb. Do you want to be a billionaire or do you want to keep doing this shit for internet points? Knock it off. Yeah, it's like, guys, yeah. Everybody here making tens of hundreds of millions of dollars. We're not gonna fight for real. It's fine. We made it. We're not y'all training for the Indiana Pacers. Y'all made it. None of us is gonna <laughs> fight for real. Jai actually Did tweeted he? about this. I didn't see that. There we go. Oh, he I did they asked uh Taylor Jenkins about Good hoodie on Jenkins, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh said, did an, did an investigation, seen they were capping, still let an article come uh, out to paint this negative image on me and my fam, ban my brother from home games for a year. Unbelievable. That's pretty believable. I don't know. They found nothing and banned him for a year? <laughs> 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 That's right. You read the... <laughs> You read the articles, uh, the investigation's findings. But, yeah, there's that. So hey, David Stern was running the league like the like the high school and lean on me, and he was correct. <laughs> David Joe Clark. Uh, he used to call Joe, me Crazy, crazy Dave. Dave. Yeah, now, now they call me Batman. I remember like the old uh, the Jordan story where it was like, hey, Jordan running with some unsavory characters and they found like a, a guy that died. His uh, He owed some money to Jordan. I was like, y'all think Stern, uh, you know what I mean? Like the, he, he's only concerned with the bottom line. He said, just be quiet and wear your big jeans and shut up. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> right. Shut up and dribble. I will shut you up and dribble. Uh, Josh liking some stuff. 
liking a living Christian post from a living Christian about God being the light and the strength. So would this would, would this man be in uh, a car where a red dot <laughs> is pointed at someone's chest? I was trying to. So I was playing with my cat in the car, man. We, the little laser dot, it goes everywhere. I can't control that. But I will also Measuring say... Measuring his neck for a new crucifix that I was going to buy him. <laughs> exactly. I will say, when the stuff... Car, I was like, man, it's Aaron Hernandez. For, I mean, he's making millions of dollars playing football. So it's different. But after that, I can never be like, hey, man. Because Aaron Hernandez grew up in, like, Connecticut? Or was it Massachusetts? He's from somewhere northeast, right, Coach? Yeah. Connecticut, yeah. Some people just some people just wired for the the trigger play. Now I don't know if Jai is per se, but even then, this is where Adam Silver would be sitting him down. It's like, this is how much money you are projected to make. You could make a billion. Like we don't even have the projections for twenty thirty five. Right. Shut up. Just stop. Just stop. Right. You've got the and Nike get him out deal. You're you're about to be one of your, the Nikes uh, forward facing athletes. Just got to signature and- shoe. Right. Even with Hernandez, a lot of that was him trying to fight the image of being from Connecticut and be seen as tough for as tough as anyone. And I can kind of see that here, too. And it's not to say Ja is or is not tough, but NBA players get called soft all the time. Some people don't care. Some people might take that personally. And some people, all they care about is that quote unquote respect and what whatever that means to them. So I there's a I lot just of hope discourse around John specifically for this reason too. Like hmm. the whether he is from the streets or not. Right. He grew up with both parents. Like I see that tweet a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Right. That's the telltale sign. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's maybe he just want people to be baptized, like Will said. He's just a just a church guy. Baptize him with them hollow tips. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's not, but it's like, man, oh man, y'all remember when uh, John Moran went from like first team All NBA to prison because he kept talking about how much money he could get. Uh, his new max contract could buy nothing but hitmen <laughs> around the around the Memphis area. So. <laughs> Like Jordan wasn't rolling like this. I I made last week with Jordan made in the career. I could hire all the hitmen. You can all see how the hollows feel. To be quite frank, it's a damn shame for Pac. He can't go to games anymore. He's a super fan. He was going to all the games. <laughs> Out for and for some bull, for some for some yelling from thirty yards away, man. What what even is the NBA anymore if you can't yell from uh, ninety feet away at some people? <laughs> Home to first. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> and then you get closer with thirty feet, uh, which is what a, a whole first down away. And now he he watching the games on TV from home. Not my league. Not my league, damn it. Uh, let's take five. Let's take a five and just reset. I know uh this has YC up in arms, man. He just hates to see his team go out like this. Just all all shenanigans all the time. So let's take five. We get thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can join us in chat. Five minute break. We'll come back and uh, talk some stuff. Welcome back. Happy Monday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe to chat with us. The boys are here. And uh, what's this I hear about some breaking news? school? Yeah, it looks like uh, Man City getting charged with... Uh... 
multiple financial fair play breaches, a little little fraud, a little felony fraud. Is that bad? Is that legal now? I think it's bad. I think this is uh, a lot like uh, Juventus. We just talked with Juventus. But this uh, this says across nine seasons. Juventus was oh. just the COVID year. <laughs> this went from 09 to the 2017-18 season? Good Lord. It took a four-year investigation? Is like what are they gonna have a team anymore? What happened? I I don't know. I mean, Chad's talking about Pep being gone. That's their manager, Pep Guardiola. Um, it says they've been charged with more than a hundred breaches of rules that required the club, according to the Premier League, to provide accurate financial information that gives a true and fair view of the club's financial position. City have also been accused of failing to of failing to cooperate with the investigation. In response, City issued a statement on Monday that read Manchester City FC is surprised by the issuing of these alleged breaches of the Premier League rules, particularly given the extensive engagement and vast amount of detailed materials that the EPL has been provided with. Now, we don't have Jim here to tell me what this means, but that sounded like a bunch of nothing. Their response, at least. Man City Broncos. Hey, uh, too soon. Um, so that so over a ten year period, they're saying they were cooking the books. That's what I'm guessing, or not responding to. They're like, "Hey, let us see how uncooked your books are." And a hundred times they said, "No, don't look. They're fine, but don't look." Will you cooperate while we look? No, please don't look. So. Interesting. I feel like this is the kind of thing everyone's doing, but I, 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 I there's something here where like someone hacked into something and got e emails, and the emails revealed this stuff. So uh, I feel like this goes on at every club. This, this is just one one club got caught. You know, I feel like there's been a lot of hacking stuff. Like people, the Michigan coaches, it's like uh, mad coaches are doing hacking. Also, every, people have learned nothing. The email is the most traceable thing. <laughs> and Gruden was sending email. I get that. He an old guy. That was like 10 years ago. Now you sending emails? And it's like, I, I I can't believe they found our emails. Saving all their passwords in the emails. Yeah. <laughs> it is one, two, three scam. Uh scamming all caps. So are they gonna like relegation? Do they lose Picks money. What's uh, what's the potential consequences? Uh, Chad said. Chad said this is like tampering in the NBA. So I don't oh, know. so nothing. Well, absolutely <laughs> nothing. I, yeah, uh, but they I mean, only have a one round draft. <laughs> if they take like fifteen points away, um, that 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 seems to be what what they did to Juventus. So that might be the standard for punishment now. That Man, would that see, would hurt a, one year. That's Holland, right? It's a different league. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is different a different league. league. It is a different is league. Holland, yeah. 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 And it is Holland. Yes, it's Erling Holland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, they ain't going to do Man, that come on. Hey, I heard... Take away one point. I was watching the City game. They were, they were saying maybe Holland's not that sweet. They were saying... Well, they, they were saying he's good, but maybe City doesn't know what to do with them. They were like, hey, this team's got Holland and what else, you know? 
Oh, I can't wait till they turn on him. Like, why isn't he good enough to elevate this garbage? That's what it sounded like to me. I was like, can't wow. Wait. I was like, they're already doing it. I was like, I can't believe they're they're doing this right now. He's <laughs> like 15. He's on the best run ever, and they're like, uh, it ain't. An, and his team's cheating to try to help. Man, where? Why Mark Cuban not cheating like this? How much does he really want to salvage Lucas Prime? For once, I'm glad that, that the club that I support is owned by the Glazers, who are way too cheap to get into any kind of trouble like this. So, shout out to them for once, and they're selling the team soon. I just don't, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for once. Just a good day all around for YC. Mm -hmm. Had him uh, some nice garbage and berries start the morning, <laughs> and now now his team's on his team's on the up and up. Uh, yep. He's got some new boots to buy too. Does he now? Oh yeah. Those uh he getting the Mega Man's <laughs> the Astro Boy these, ones. These are what uh Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie used to put on when you had to wade through water. I gotta say, I've seen worse of the big ass shoes era. I've seen the, worse. The the picture that Coley sent though with the woman wearing it makes it look so ridiculous. Like way Much worse, worse than this. Much worse. Yeah, these look fine. <laughs> these look like someone took mallets to both of your raw feet and uh, they're radiating <laughs> allergies. <laughs> yeah, this is but tough. That's <laughs> a tough look. Uh, like you, uh, my homegirl want to talk to you. And yeah, she just sitting back there look, uh, looking like a sim with these big ass shoes on. She, she the worst would be if there was a table blocking this, and you're like, "Oh, nice!" Yeah. And you get up yeah. to leave. You're like, "What? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> delete my number." Uh. <laughs> from the from the knees up, it's like, "Come here, big boy." <laughs> from the knees down, it's like, "Oh, waka waka." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she fuzzied my bear, Scoop. Um. <laughs> I want oh, this these like really a, badly. A, I, I want these. I, I like these. I'll say this. I think this can. I don't think you can ever show any kind of like. Like this has to be a panted boot. It has. To, <laughs> yeah. There it has to be. Just a raw knee against. It looks crazy. Yeah, uh, nobody but like Calais Campbell can pull off like just wearing these like uh like Crocs. Um, no, I'm dressing up like the lieutenant in Reno 911, the short shorts and these boots. <laughs> short shorts, big boots. Uh, can't lose. Now this is if preposterous. You take, if if you take like one hard step in these and go straight as an arrow, you should be able to jump onto like the Empire <laughs> State Building. Like you should, you should, it should be like a Sonic boost. I was gonna say that or run in big circles and collect rings with my friend Tails. I, to do with I know I know her right leg asleep as hell. That shit's never coming back. She got <laughs> away from this photo shoot. How how do you get these? I feel like you just roll them down like like pie crust. How do you get these like on and off your foot? How do you get in and out of these? You definitely need help. You need a team. Right. Like you have to be yanked on both ends. Like someone's gotta grab your arms and someone's gotta grab the legs. You gotta like hit them with a hair dryer and warm them up so they get pliable, and then you throw them <laughs> off. The sound when they come off, it's like a suction cup. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. how much do these run, man? Uh, lollipop, lollipop. I don't know. <laughs> how much do these well, run today? 
<laughs> there's the MSRP, and then there's uh, the Medicaid if you've got the Betas. Those okay. uh, are getting cheaper because they these definitely you'll be well circulated in these. I promise you. I was like, yeah, they gave me some for when I had gout, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't styling like this though. Not like this. I was like, yeah, they got to be a zipper in the back. They. <laughs> it drops oh, ten days from now, but I'm not sure how much they're gonna cost. You, these are the these are the people that made like the little Nas X like devil's blood shoes and, <laughs> and stuff like that. The the vans that have the squiggly bottom, those kind of shoes. Yeah. Again, I they might have them one again. If you wear these only with with pants, man, I, you just cannot show no bare leg coming <laughs> up out of that. But somebody gonna have them on. Um, why is he gonna, why is he can wear these at the cranberry bog when he's getting his morning morning breakfast? Hey, <laughs> I can be style. I can be styled. Don't got to wear my uh, fly fishing pants anymore. He's <laughs> eating fresh orange rinds. Uh. Uh, th this set I'm looking at says priced at three hundred fifty, but high high snobiety says um, the price is still under wraps. So. They're gonna be more than three fifty. Three fifty uh, uh, feel way too reasonable. Uh, another site says five thousand two hundred. So. That sounds. If those cost three fifty, you would just see like servers, flight attendants, everybody just be wearing these big ass. <laughs> there wouldn't be a they're safe tone. They're only gonna make like like a thousand pairs or something like that, though. That's what they do. Gotcha. Who's the brand? Who yeah. makes um, it? Yeah, MSCHF. Imagine gotcha. you're trying to like shuffle down like in a movie theater. You're trying to get to your seat in the middle with these. Oh, oh, excuse oh, me. Excuse oh, me. Whoops, whoops. Yeah. But everyone else is also wearing them, so there's nowhere for you to step. You just mashing every single popcorn, every cup. Every... <laughs> You've got your noggin boss on. You're just taking up a whole hell of a lot of space. <laughs> with a picture of the boot on the front. It's like, no, I really like these boots. Um... <laughs> School one, they changing the movie prices, man. You can't even shuffle down the uh, dude. Can't even shuffle down the hallway in these biddies no more. Not for a reasonable dime. We used to be a country. Used to be a fucking society, dude. Talk about it. What the fuck? What the fuck do they think this is? Who the fuck do they think I am? Char change movie ticket prices based on seat location. Motherfucker, I'm just not gonna go now. Get him. Fuck you. I'm not. You're not charging me more based on. There's not a primo seat at the movie theater. I'm not paying more. Oh man, this is a better spot. I better pay here. This is. Uh, they. Uh, we live in a scam. We live in Thirty Rock. I'm convinced we live in like a fake world. The more and more news that drops, like this is just silly. I'll say that there. I don't know if it's premiums. I know it's unpremium seats. And if you ever, if you've ever had to sit front row and not like one as a kid, you want to sit front row. But then you, it's great. It's <laughs> great. You can't see a single thing. Uh, just looking straight up. They were like, I guess everyone else. You can't go to the arena. You can go watch a football game, and every, the seats in the back cost the same as the front. That ain't how it works. So AMC, are they just late? That's uh, insane. Go, insane to look at it that way. <laughs> If, if I can pay top dollar, that handicap seat better be up for grabs. Like I, I don't want to see that one. Like the ones by themselves, the two, yeah, the two. just off to the side, <laughs> unlimited leg room. Yeah, those. I'll I'll pay top dollar for that guy. 
I paid a premium price. I'll break my leg on the way in. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then Big Boos, you wouldn't even know till after the movie, man. You get home and it's like, no, I definitely sliced my Achilles. Uh, Why say you paying more based on the seat location? I don't like this, but I I just, you would think that uh, the internet and large TVs have been beating their ass for the past like 10 years mm. that they wouldn't resort to such tactics like don't they realize they've, they've been through so much and yet they keep shooting themselves in the foot maybe this uh, industry is is not long for this world it's a, well the theaters are back that's what they've been saying everyone's been saying the movie theaters are back and now they do this yeah I was like now with this yeah now but that's, the that's, that's the thing that's true they had a great opportunity because now it has become like a little bit more like a novel experience again now that people have been without it for so long and uh it's another way to go out and it is like it is fun like I've been to a couple movies more than usual I feel like pre pandemic oh, check them out check them out yeah. You know, after after my berries, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why they would do this when when things they keep they keep hurting themselves, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. It feels like I feel like they're still trying to recover from Movie Pass. They thought they had it all with Movie Pass, and then immediately realized how bad of an idea that was. They're still trying to revive Movie Pass. It's coming too. back. I know. Is it? Oh yeah. It was just like the, you, you pay like what fifty or pay whatever it is, and you could see. Is it as many yeah. like unlimited? Unlimited. It was like five dollars a month. It was an absurdly yeah, was low price. People were like, and you got like a discount on food. Yeah, I'm pretty like sure too. Free popcorn and stuff. Hemorrhaging money. Hemorrhaging. I was yeah. like, yeah, they're, they're marking that for people like me. It's like, oh, wow, I have a movie once a month. Look at me. Mr. I'm, I'm Robert Ebert. Uh, movie, movie Pass was like when, when like an online store would have a promo, like, fuck up online, and everyone would go and rush <laughs> and try to buy as much shit as possible before they fix the problem, but it was an actual company. That's what Movie Pass was like. Because everyone who had it was like, y'all missed out, man. Y'all really missed Because I didn't have it. And they were like, y'all missed out. It was the best. We just robbed them blind. Yeah, someone someone I follow posted their final tally of the value spent and what they got. I think they said they spent like $250 and they saw like two grand worth of movies. Easy money. <laughs> with, with 40% off on the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, if it's so good, it's like, man, that was really good. Y'all trying to just watch it again? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just do that. <laughs> This is t- or is are they floating this like Netflix floated the like every every two weeks we see Netflix is cracking down on the password stuff and then people are like is this you and show like all the mistakes they've made and they're like we just kidding man we just like ha 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 just having some fun so I I don't like this Scoob I don't like it much at all no I don't I don't like it. and they get away with it that's the worst part is they always get away with it because what power do we have to stop this if they do this how do how what what do we do to get this changed there's nothing we can do it's just done it's locked in the only way it changes is if they're like oh I guess it was a bad idea we'll walk it back but they always find a different way to do it or they just do it in silence then you know I'll say the people just have to stand if the people are just like no we're not going for this They'll change. But people always go for it. You know, people people always go for it. That's the problem. That's Cabs. the problem. Yeah. If you, if you put Scabby the Rat in front of every movie theater, bet you they change. <laughs> what? Uh, what What happened with old Fedor school? We talked about it some on Friday. He had his last match, and uh, 
from what I was, this is just me seeing like on, on ESPN.com, like the side it was like Fedor's last match. He was brutalized. It was it had like those like very descriptive <laughs> adjectives that you don't want to see. What the, what happened, man? Well, he, he uh, it turned out he is okay. So I thought he was forty six. He's forty eight. I'm pretty sure. I think he's forty eight years. A old. young forty eight. Yeah, a young mm-hmm. forty eight. Uh, maybe maybe I got it mixed up. Maybe I got it mixed up. And he just always had a style that relied on athleticism. You know, being explosive, moving around a lot. 48-year-old man can't do that. He can't do that. Interesting. And, and Ryan Bader, he's 42, but he's in like a, experiencing like a second a renaissance, a second win. He's a very talented heavyweight. And he put him in the Dagestani handcuff, and it was no. over. He put him in the Dagestani handcuff trill. The dog, he put him in it. He had the hand behind the back. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything, and he just... It was over. It was over. First First round. First round. The DH. The DH. He took one punch. One punch fell to the ground just like the last time they fought. Put him in the handcuff and it was over. Mm. It, so was he like two minutes and 30 in, was he like being dominated for a good bit of that? Because sometimes we'll see like it don't tell the whole story. If a guy just had you on the ground under complete control, but didn't knock you out or make you tap yet. Is that what this was? He kind of just whooped him for the whole 230. Yeah, Herb Dean. Herb Dean was the ref, and he let it go a little bit. He let it go. He was, Herb Dean let it go. Herb uh, Dean let it now go. You lying. Right. He was like, "Now yeah. you're joshing me, man." He, he was like, "Get out of there, Fedor! Get out of there, Fedor!" And Fedor was like, "I can't do anything." My, I mean, said I'm, that. I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> He's like, "I'm in the goddamn handcuff right now, man. I'm trying." Arm on his back. He just gave the thumbs up. Yeah. Hey, can you stop talking to me? I'm busy right now. What is- <laughs> but yeah they uh, i get why they did it because you don't want to give a guy like a layup in his final fight you want him to disagree yeah i disagree disagree this is homecoming football man like you gotta you gotta line up in duke university or something yeah yeah like theoretically you want him to go out on top like oh he goes out he wins the belt in his last fight it doesn't happen i haven't ever seen it happen give the guy some guy named fucking bilbo cummings that's 15 and Mm -hmm. one beating up me and yc and coley and just let fedor beat the bricks off of him and call it a career and go out on top but you know i I was the one on cummings record i'll have you know (laughs) no listen y'all i'm still waiting on the trilogy y'all to settle this once and for all (laughs) but yeah no if he is a legend man i can't go out with nobody 30 and 7 remember their record 30 and 7 i need that flip man Right. It was every couple of weeks we go through the guys. We see somebody that hadn't won a fight since Reagan's last year in office. Give me him mm-hmm. for the last fight. It'll still be a draw. If Fedor is a legend, it'll still be a draw. They want to see his last hurrah. And this was not a hurrah. Yeah. Not for him, at least. But Vader it, had a great time, I bet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Vader had a great time. He got a cert- certainly got a big payday. I think they both made over a million dollars for this fight. So that's. That's nice for them, and Very um, nice. and yeah, it was just it was it was nice because they brought they brought all the legends in the ring, all the guys Fedor had fought, you know, over his career. Um, Did he recognize any of them? Like, was he in the like, right shape of mind to do uh, meet and greets? No, he didn't get beat up that bad. He, he was in good spirits okay. after the fight. He was in a good mood after the fight. 
I think he's just happy to have it be over, man. Like, he's been doing this for, like, 40, 30 years now. And I... It, it, it was clear he just wanted one last payday and they wanted to give him one that wasn't a COVID fight, you know, like they mm. didn't like his last three fights had all been sort of COVID cards. So just give him give him one last on top. I wish they w- we would have got the red square fight. That would have been great. They probably would have gave him a layup fight there. But um, eh, it was it was it could it could have gone better, but it was still a good card. It was still a fun event. Still a fun event. Johnny Eblen in the fight before that dude's a monster. I I'm excited to watch that guy's career. Very good fighter. So yeah, all in all, it was all right. Wish you would have won, but you can't win Herb. them all. No, <laughs> not on Herb Dean's watch. <laughs> Forty and seven is. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a UFC Hall of Fame, and I know this is Bellator, but 40 and 7s, based on the records we show on this show, is <laughs> all, like, Barry Bonds. Like, he's all-time great. And, and he fought in the era, of the, like, the the era of heavyweight where he was in pride. Like, that's where there was, like, no rules. Like, you could bite. You could Real st- fist. Yeah, you could, like, stomp guys. <laughs> you could do whatever. Those fights were brutal back then. So, I mean, he fought some of the best of the best back then. Uh, different era. He was the best of his era, you know? That's what... The, yeah, yeah, Like, this era, it's probably Francis is the best. But of his era, he was beating everyone's ass. I'm gonna be so sad when Francis go out like this, man. He go out, somebody just uh, lump him up real quick. Will said his quote before the fight was, I just wish for this to be over with. Yeah. yeah. Mood. Yeah. Move. <laughs> Please give me my million dollars. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, that old man Tom Brady won't stop showing Hog. McMahon, what's, what's, what's going on with him? I, I, Not showing enough Hog, if you ask this man. <laughs> we can't Tom even Brady. show it on stream, can we? Or can we? I don't oh, know. Oh, we definitely can. Unless nipples are banned. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they are. I don't know if they are. Yeah. Male uh, nipples ooh. banned. <laughs> Ravel bought the NFT to this right now, and that's why it's banned, not for like uh, indecency or anything. He's in his underwear. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Hey now. All right, take him away. Oh, what get, the... oh, get it off my. I'm not keeping this up. Oh. This. <laughs> this that's your. That's your goat, McMahon. Still here. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, kidding I still me? Got it, great. I still got it on my second monitor, so I'm enjoying it. You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> my new uh, wallpaper. But uh, never mind that. It explains why I see his new diet. He's eating like eating like Tom. Trying to trying to get like Tom. You know, he's like 48 years old, still going strong. This is definitely for the 80s for Brady or 80 for Brady crowd, right? Like, absolutely. That's, oh, this that's, is... gonna, that's gonna be Avatar 2, man. Listen, he gonna get more money from that off of Sugar Mamas than uh, damn Fox. He's like, guys, I, I hope y'all still got Greg Olson's number. Sally Field trying to make me a kept man. So he'd be a fool heard, not to not to consider it. Said. I've heard nothing but like positive things about that movie, and not just from like old Patriot fans, from like people who like from movie reviewers or like this is like a very. 2008 movie that shouldn't work but is like weirdly affable like it's it's not i'm pretty sure it's an hour and a half i can't imagine they made that a two and a half hour epic like every other movie that i don't know but that's that's also the part well if we're talking about the movies like we were before those movies should never go to theater anymore ever like you you gain nothing from seeing that in theater absolutely nothing 
Movie what are we doing, school? Be like... What's this? I mean, the, 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 the chat is demanding I put it back. They're getting mad at Do me. Do not listen to chat, man. Okay, okay, right. okay, it's gone. It's gone. Take right, that hog ca- away. The, ca- the cast of that movie is like the Beatles of old white lady actors. Though. So <laughs> it, it, it should be well reviewed. Like these are, this is the, this is the squad when you talk about uh, old white women in uh, movies and TV. So. Yeah, I feel like for that reason, they're trying to like have their cake and eat it too, because they know those women will show up day one to watch it, and then will also help it break the streaming records of whatever service it goes to day one. So, yeah, Ivan was furious. He's right. He was the one asking for it. He was the one demanding it. That's why he's furious. <laughs> he want more of it. Um, Bring back the hog, he says. <laughs> <It's a> <laughs> Those pitchforks and torches ascending on Scoob's residence. I can see them outside. I can see I, them. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah. It's Grace and Frankie, the movie, basically. They built yes. it around Tom Brady yes. for some reason. Um, <laughs> it's kind of flawless. What was that movie? It was like the White People Avengers that came out. It was The Post. Is that what it was? Grown ups. Grown ups. Well, there's grown ups, there's wild hogs. Uh, <laughs> wild hogs. And then there was uh, the the post was. I'm pretty sure it was the post. It had like Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. Yes, 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 yes. Newspaper movie, Uh, and that was just made for this exact demographic. Like that's my mother was there opening day, and I'm sure there were a lot of people (laughs) like her there opening day. Yeah, Spielberg. Yes, yes. Steven Spielberg only makes movies for like this kind of movie. Oscar bait. Yeah, yeah, Oscar yeah. Which, I mean, it's working. It's yeah, 2017. Yeah, I don't This is one of those, uh, <laughs> you know, they got targeted ads. I don't think I ever seen an advertisement for no. that. They were like, we do not <laughs> want you. <laughs> they know. Like we're wasting our, both our time here. Yeah, yeah. Your eyes, face, we don't need. Yeah, respectfully. Uh, and they were right. Nah, Spielberg, do, he do the bangers. Now and did this break records? Like, was it? I'm sure it was very successful. Like, box office versus budget. I think considering what it was, what the budget was, it made a lot. Of right. money. I, think it's, I saw it made 180 million or something, and there weren't any like special effects or anything in this <laughs> movie. So no, the only budget I was salary like, costs for actors. Really, literally, right. yeah, probably, that's all it was. Spent, yeah, they probably spent like you know 50 million on the two of them and nothing else. Good business. Yeah, Nagel said it. The post sucked. I've never heard a positive thing about this. Like, they just made this movie for a demographic. There wasn't much, like, script or anything like that. I mean, isn't that just the way everything going to be one of those or, like, a Marvel DC movie now? Is that just where we're... Or a remake? Like, I feel like those are just the three movies we get. Clooney and Julia Roberts are uh, transitioning into those type of movies because they're in a movie together. It's like that they're like kind of like old, uncool parents or something. Like that's their that's the movie. The passion, yeah, the passion projects era. Yeah, one eighty uh, on a fifty million budget, decent numbers. I did decent a, numbers. I did a I did a cinema this weekend. Did you now? Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear so, about it. Wakanda Forever. Finally. I wouldn't I, like to hear. Yeah. No, uh. <laughs> I watched that for the first time too this weekend. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think Kugler might be like the best thing going right. Like he, I don't even know how to describe it. It might not be the person to describe it, but he he puts Oakland into all of his movies. 
even if Oakland's mm. not involved in the movie. It's like if <laughs> Marshawn Lynch uh, was an auteur instead of an NFL <laughs> running back. It's, more or less. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I can't imagine being given a more difficult task than having your your star, one of the most beloved actors on the planet, perish in the real world mid-writing a movie and being like, well, we have to pivot and make something as good because it's still Marvel and they don't care uh, about that. Right. And I think he pulled it off. Like it's, I, I haven't loved Marvel movies since they, they kind of climaxed with Endgame, but I thought this was just a good movie. Very good. We need to watch this, Scoob. Where is it? Is it streaming or is it theaters? Where did y'all now. see this? They put it on Disney Plus February first. I wonder why. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Not Valentine's Day probably. Good, good romance. Yeah. Uh, I, will say, I will say one of the funnier, and it, this movie's too old, so it's fine. I will say one of the funnier lines I've I've heard in a movie that made me really laugh out loud was, "Oh shit, she got an Iron Man suit." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. It's a guy just being completely, like, completely, uh, I don't even want to, exasperated to find out. Disbelief. Uh, yeah, it's just like a cop just being like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> I watched I'm, a movie I, also. Talk about it. I watched, uh, it was like three and a half hours, 189 minute long movie. So it was Godfather. Triple R? No, I watched uh, Babylon. Babylon by Damien Cecil. Dude, I gave it five stars. Five stars. Really? I thought that, I thought it was. I, I love movies where it's just a director doing whatever the fuck they want and you can't tell them shit, you know? Like, I love... And and you it's just, like, cinema come to life and it's just crazy from end to end. It was... It's a magnificent... It was a magnificent movie. Um, the guy who plays Spider-Man, what's his name, Tobey Maguire, has a amazing cameo, just... Oh, I love that movie. It took me a couple days. So, you know, it took me several days to watch it because it's a very <laughs> long movie. Say. Three and a half, man. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm usually not a fan of like movies that are like kind of about the process of making movies or movies about, you mm. know, the love letter or hate letter to Hollywood. I'm usually not a fan, but, you know, you may have convinced me to give it a, give it a shot. Yeah, it's very, it's very outrageous, just outrageous. And the time period it's based in is one where I'm like, man, I wish I was back there because it, it seems so nuts. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted back then. Some people could, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to watch like the the actual classics, like movies that mm. everyone's like fifty year old movies. I was looking at like Lawrence of Arabia, like just the preview, and then I was like, what's the runtime on this? It's like four hours. So all the people mm-hmm. complaining movies have gotten too long now. They used to be way longer. Like we, Much. we found a, yeah. it was a bell curve, like crazy long hour and a half. Every movie was exactly 90 minutes. And then we're back to crazy long. Yeah, that's I don't even really complain about two hour movies because they feel fine. But man, oh, man, four hours. Like I'm all set. I, that's why I watched RRR or Triple R, however people are saying. I like that one, too. That was a really good one. Another it one looks awesome, but it's like days. three and a half hours. It, it <laughs> took me months to like work up the courage to watch it because of how long it was. Most movies like that, I just it takes me a while. I can't do it the first time I see it. If the first time I see a movie when I'm browsing through and it's like three hours something, I'm like, no, nah, I can't watch that today. Not today. No. Uh, plane or prison um, will get me to watch those movies. Can I say I I watched. 
two movies this weekend? Not, uh, impossible. One was Karina, Karina again. I watched one movie this week. No, uh, um, and I played two new video games. I watched. What? The first one I watched was uh, I got docu, like the un Netflix does like the Untold. I just watched the uh, the Untold of the Rise and Fall of N One. That was really good, and that was like, oh man, you talk about just naming dude. It was just and one, just naming dudes. It was like, hey, you headache. I was like, man, that guy was awesome. Cadillac, you remember him? Yeah. yeah. Helicopter. Helicopter was that main event. Shane, Shane, the dribbling machine was there smoking a cigar the entire time. I said, this is awesome. Um, I watched that. I, I started the Redeem team, which so far so good. But I watched uh, Descendant on Netflix, which was really good. It was about like the, the last American, the last slave ship to dock in America docked in Mobile, Alabama, like years after it should have been. And they're trying to find this ship. And it just talks about the like trying to find it, what happens, like what happened to the descendants and all that. That was really good. And yeah, this is the one right here. Uh, I didn't know when it came. 2022, it would recommend. Would recommend. I'd also recommend the and one one, but that one made me sad. This one was sad from the jump. And I, I was gonna say this was a, a laugher, a nice yeah, laugher. Yeah, they, I'm bearing the lead. I don't want to spoil it. It's uh, <laughs> hilarious when they find the slave ship. Um, Redeem team was good. And then I started playing The Last of Us, the video oh, game. Wow. I said, if this show is this good, I got to try this game. And the game's pretty good. I, I can't remember the other one I started. Uh, Last of Us Two. <laughs> yeah, Last of Us Six. Um, not it's. I think this is Life is Strange. Is that a video? Uh, yeah, Have you heard yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Life yeah. is Life is Strange. Life is Strange. I started that. That was pretty good. I was like, I, I think I'm all contented out. Two movies I enjoy. Two video games I could see myself still playing. Um, that is. A, that's a lot of work for you, man. Dude, I am tuckered <laughs> out. Literally tuckered <laughs> out. Uh, my my dad pretty much asked me to stop playing FIFA. Respectfully asked me to stop. He said I need to. Why? He he said I need to take a break. He said I need to take a break. It's making you a bad person. Um, <laughs> we 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 had we had, we had company over. I didn't I didn't really realize we had company over, and I was just screaming you were down six to one. I was it was bad. I don't know what's up with that game, but I was screaming at the TV, and I was just like I I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna break you. I'm gonna I'm gonna break everything in this room, and my dad was it was just like close the door and then he's like man you gotta you gotta you gotta play something else so i got pokemon yeah. i got the new pokemon so have a fun with that I was gonna say, there's another new game there's another new game coming out i saw you tweeting about scoop uh oh, oh yeah. the harry potter game that's right oh i did want to what uh <laughs> what's the gripe school do that game yeah, it just looks awful to me. It looks so like I can just imagine myself playing it and pressing the same buttons over and over and over every exchange, you know, like to just do the same thing over and over. And it just it looks like the Witcher, everything. It looks like they stole the Witcher and then you press pause and then everything looks like they stole from Destiny. It's just it just does not look that good to me. Are those good games though? Because I don't hate the let's just do what the other good games did move. But if you take it, if you take those things from them and just do it worse, is that's the problem. 
you know. Can we see the clip? I thought like we show video. Can we the see the, uh, the the Hogwarts? Uh... I don't know if we can show it because it's like early release footage. It's not out yet, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I thought true. it was. I don't know. Well, you, you, can throw the, you can show the screenshots of the uh, the loads or the the pause screen because this I think that is a good point. Because okay. Okay. A, a lot of a lot of games have just in Destiny. It's important to the game to have that many options on the load screen or the pause screen. I don't know that every other game that steals it needs to have like fifty <laughs> slots okay. for things if you're not actually doing anything with them. Right. When, this is the first like Harry Potter game, right? They haven't done this before, right? They uh, they used to have them release here. with the movies, like for the first couple, but that was back when they made a video game for like every movie, like mid two thousand. This is like the first that they've been like, you you get to be a wizard, you can be a white guy or a white girl. Those are the options you can be. The options, uh, Grand Wizard. What they got y'all trying to become? Uh, <laughs> Does he have it on? Nah, Is this Harry? It's just big red <laughs> you need the mistress. Uh... It just looks like every other game to me. You know, I've played a thousand games like this where you just slot something into here, and then I just I'm over the style of game, you know. And especially when I'm the money good. goes to support a, a known certified bad person, like when I can pick and choose ways to not support someone like that, I'll take it. I'll take it, and. It just, it looks so repetitive to me. I just imagined it, you know? That's fair. I would say, I like, I don't play these type of games. I thought that was the point, like, slotting stuff in and, like, upgrading to, like, you got a better knife, a better sword, a better potion. Uh, yeah, but but you you hope, like, you hope when they say open-world Harry Potter role-playing game, it's not just, like, the other, other ones, game. you know, you you hope they expand right. on it a little bit instead of just there's 26 spells and each one is coincides with the alphabet, you know, like A, B, C, D. <laughs> a like, coincidence. Like, yeah. okay. So, eh. When's this come out? Uh, I think th this week, 8th, maybe? Tuesday, maybe? Yeah, is maybe. Tuesday the, the release date? Might be tomorrow. Games? It's got to be soon, right? Yeah. yeah. It might be tomorrow, be really. Yeah, it's either it's either tomorrow, Tuesday or Friday. They might have moved games to Friday for some reason. Yeah. They, I, it used to be perfect. Music yeah. came out on Tuesdays. Something else came out on Wednesdays. And then they just hit a button one day and it all moved. I, th I wonder if it's uh, Tuesday for pre-orders. And I say that because I... I was already gonna get MLB the show, and then they dropped today. They got like oh, yeah. a whole Negro League things and car, like a whole new experience where you like get to play with some of these guys and learn some of their stories. So I was like, I'm in there, and I know that that pre order you get it. I think it's four days soon. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if like pre orders are just the Tuesday or Mon Monday midnight or whatever technically, and regular or standard release is the Friday. But mm -hmm. wait, when does MLB the show come out? That comes uh. The 24th is when it downloads, so I'm guessing oh, like okay. the 28th if you don't do the pre-order, but pre-orders went live today, and I was like, boy, they, I cannot wait to put Satchel Page and Josh Gibson on the Braves and sign them to very, very team-friendly deals. Very team-friendly <laughs> uh, deals. How is Pokemon, Scoob? I really like it. Uh, I was worried, because when I looked it up, there were a lot of complaints about like technical issues, like graphics-wise. But I haven't noticed anything. 
and they really seem to try a lot. It's it's like an open world 3D Pokemon game. So if there's technical graphics issues, it's kind of expected because they're going out of the box crazily. And I don't know. I was up until one in the morning last night playing. So good time. Good time so far. And, and not FIFA. Not FIFA. I did not play a single game of FIFA yesterday. Not one. Okay. Okay. One day clean, one day clean. One day now, you're doing good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're doing real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people watching things. Did anybody watch uh, the Pro Bowl? Any uh, of the Pro Bowl festivities? Sucked so bad, dude. <laughs> Why you ain't like it, Scoop? They're trying things. When I looked up and I saw the trampoline, the best catch thing with the trampolines. I was I was like we might have to cancel football entirely for this. <laughs> this is what did it. <laughs> it was just so like no one was having. They were just like going through the motions. Like it was like they realized as they were doing it, this sucks. <laughs> that Did seemed Josh to be the consent. Say that. <laughs> I think he said he might have said it like day one. Like as soon as he yeah. he's like I ain't have to drive far, and I'd still rather not be here. He said, this is ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like quoted him or something. Yeah, I did. Charles McDonald was like, I was watching the uh, the greatest catch, like the practice the day before. He's like, they weren't really catching them then, so we should have like that should have been a sign that sound like like dunk contest. It's like they're not making the dunk contest dunks. This might not work live. I did enjoy. I'm not gonna hold you. Kick tac toe. I might be addicted, man. But they just have the the tic tac toe board. The long snapper gets one snap. You try to get X or O. Then the punter and then the kicker from like far and farther away distances. I was like, I, that's how overtime, like that's how the Super Bowl should be settled to me. The only problem there was the punters, useless, bunch of useless motherfuckers. Get them out of the Pro Bowl for that performance. <laughs> I mean, listen, it should have been three straight long snappers. Long snappers were like drilling it. They were like, I need, like, I need top corner, bam, and hitting, hitting the light. And yeah, then the punters would come kick it far left, far right, kick it over the damn screen. It was tough. I was Brady not broadcast till fall twenty twenty four. Is this news? Where I haven't coming with this. I know I have the hog master on Brady, so I'm I'm inclined to believe there's an end there. Does that mean why would he delay that if he's not playing one more calendar year of professional he's football? A year, year of uh, media training. I thought you were gonna say a year of thoughting, like a year yeah, of uh, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> just. Say. Un- well, <laughs> A year oh, based on the tweet, that too. Yeah, that yeah, too. media training. Um, yeah. A year only fans of counties traveling around the world, going country to country, thought in a little bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Meets up in uh, Thailand with the uh, with Kingsbury. Oh yeah. Cliff's still there. Haven't heard anything from him, so he still must be there. One way ticket. One way ticket. Yeah. What's other football stuff? Oh, yeah, the uh, Panthers got a new coordinator. Mm-hmm. They did. Got a steal. Like, just Sean Payton just didn't want, uh, I think, Averro? Averro? Oh, a hero? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. So they were like, yeah, no, you're free to go. And the word I saw was they thought he would go to the Vikings because he was with the O'Connell and the Rams. But Frank Wright got him on staff. You think 89 likes this, uh, McMahon? Uh, we'll find out. I think we're recording later at some time. I don't know if I'm <laughs> written down yet, but later. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, he was getting head coaching interviews at like multiple right. teams. This feels like a, a coup. So, for, yeah, both Frank Reich's putting together staff because I, I was like, I don't know scheme wise, but I did see like he, whatever he runs is not with the, I think he runs 3 4, which the Panthers do not run, which is interesting. Now they do. Heard, yeah, you do now. <laughs> Love that. Uh, I don't know where Steve Wilkes ends up. I was like, I don't know where he runs, but would he just take the 49ers defensive coordinator job? I, I thought one I'd want. I thought he went to Atlanta. Did like a fit? I hadn't heard anything official. I thought he went to Atlanta to be like the linebackers coach, not even the DC. Jesus, I mean, that would track, but I I hadn't heard. Yeah, can we get the Steve Wilkes? Uh, I've got an hour ago. Steve Wilkes is set to interview with the 49ers today for a defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's the so maybe one I would take has that, he, he has that available. It's an option, but he's weighing his options. It's that or back to Missouri. And I don't I don't know if he wants to go back there. Where the, the uh, Cowboys got a new coordinator. God. <laughs> uh this shocked me. Reading this shot like to a point where I had why? to like double. Like I had to check my pulse. I had to see what year it was because it's it's the it's a name I feel like we had grown past as a society. And nope, apparently not. You just We've only just shot Heimers are just roaches. Apparently, I said, how many of these motherfuckers is it, man? Marty Schottenheimer, ninety six years old. The NFL was slowly starting to beat the retread allegations. Like for the past few years, you haven't hear, heard that storyline of just rehiring the same old guys and right back in it. Which is, you just get somebody from their tree. Like you get somebody from the Shanahan tree, the Schottenheimer tree. And no, Dallas want they wanted the the roots, the the bark, the leaves, all that of the tree. This is Brian Schottenheimer. This is his resume. We'll go through this and take a quick break. Can we, can we see it from the top? In 2001, he was the Washington redacted offense, or excuse me, quarterback coach. 28th ranked offense. Goes from there to the Chargers, still in San Diego. Two teams that no longer exist. Interesting. Uh, quarterbacks coach from 02 to 05. <laughs> These are, I think it's Roger Sherman's notes. I said the only years of Drew Brees' career where he didn't look Hall of Fame level. From there, he finessed to the Jets, offensive coordinator, wasted some of the NFL's best defenses with Mark Sanchez, goes to the Rams as offensive like coordinator. Fault. I don't, I don't know. That okay, that that's his fault. That's the first one where I was. <laughs> but listen, Raj know he know the pick skin more than I. Uh, St. Louis Rams also don't exist. Twenty twenty, or excuse me, twenty twelve to twenty fourteen, they were twenty fifth, twenty first. And 21st in offense, he was the offensive coordinator. Went to UGA for a year. He said, man, I just, I need to try something else. Offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. 85th in offense. Got Mark Rick fired. He back on track here. I don't even remember the team, but it's irrelevant because they, Georgia should have never been 85th in offense. Not even talking like just the Kirby Smart super athlete he got, but they should have never been 85th in offense. Colts. 2016-17, quarterbacks coach, 30th offense in the league in 2017. The Seahawks offensive coordinator for three years. Didn't let Russ cook. Again, I say, was he, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I think it's two strikes here, four shot in Heimer. 
And then 2021, he was the Jaguars passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. 32nd in offense with Trevor Lawrence, widespread dysfunction. The widespread dysfunction I can't put on him. 32nd in offense, maybe so. What if what if it's all his fault everywhere he goes? It's always shot. They're always like, Brian, Brian again. God damn it. I I guess the obvious point is that like even if some of this stuff is not his fault, and definitely it's not all his fault. I think the question is, what in one of these stops that he see did a decent job. You know, he didn't show elevated somebody's play. Uh, Uh, 15th ranked (laughs) offense, you know, to get this it just Failure after failure. This 20 years of resume we're looking at. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, crazy. That's the craziest part. And now he'll be the offensive coordinator for Mike McCarthy, but Mike McCarthy will be calling the plays. So I – what if they just cancel out and Dallas just has like the – they're just 38 points a game next year. Dak throws for 6K. CeeDee Lamb breaks whatever records uh, Jefferson and Tyree got close to. Because Schottenheimer, he's, he's a Schottenheimer. Hmm. But then you add that to his resume and it says, didn't call the plays. <laughs> right. <laughs> should have cooked. Had Dak and Zeke should have cooked. Yeah. But this is, I wouldn't be encouraged if I was a Cowboys fan. Where Roby at? Roby had, he had to leave for this stuff. He was all, uh, he said, I'm here for the Mavs <laughs> talk. Um... <laughs> Kyrie Irving, I'll talk about this. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable from Dallas. Was it? Uh, was there any other football news? Derek, did, did Derek Carr? He got permission, but also <laughs> didn't get permission uh, to search for a trade. And Aaron, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers is uh, the Raiders' top target. It does seem like they jumped to the lead over the Jets, which I get, like. The Jets have the defense and young players, but if you're talking about like a stacked offense, it's it's the Raiders. Which a dome too, if that's what he wants. Scoob, you uh, your boy heading west, yeah. Vegas West. Yeah, give me that. Uh, give me that seventh overall pick, and uh, it should be pretty easy to move off of him. I actually, I did do a mock. If you guys will allow me to post a, a little <laughs> mock I did here. Uh, Ooh, this, is, this is a worse habit than FIFA, man. I'd rather you start playing again. <laughs> yeah, so I got this right here. Um, what, what them trades you got up there, Daddy-O? So we trade, I traded Aaron Rodgers for the seventh overall pick, uh, the 70th pick, and the Raiders first next year. Um, and then I, I feel like they would do that. I don't think that's an unreasonable trade. Yeah, that seemed pretty reasonable to me. And then for whatever reason in the mock simulator, CJ Stroud fell to seventh. So I traded back from seventh to 13th with the Jets and got the 43rd pick also. Little GMing right there. Listen, if he fell to seven, who's to say you don't just jump on Stroud and say we're good to go? Well, I was going to say that, but it was like you go with you go with the bird in the hand with Jordan Love, you know? No, oh, man. McMahon, you, uh, I know you're a Stroud guy. You take the extra capital or you just roll with CJ there? Well, I mean, if he fell to seven, clearly the rest of the league knows something. You don't want to be the fool. If the Jets want him, uh, I'm definitely <laughs> trading with the Jets if they're like feverishly. I think you can get more for it at that point, honestly. Yeah. You got him getting what a first and a second back. If it's, I think, yeah, because it's a quarterback, if it is a, like, it's like we just had him as our guy. We didn't think he'd be there anywhere close 
you probably you might get a future first out of. It. But uh, who else you got? Who you got him getting? Uh, then I had him drafting Brian Branch at thirteen. Need a safety. Quinton Johnston at 15. Not sure how he fell, but hey, if he's there, I'll take him. Uh, otherwise, Zay Flowers. That's the guy I want. Um, Zay Flowers. Hearing his name a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Cody Mouch, Mike Morris, Sam Laporta, Dewan Jones, Kate Stover. I mean, look at this draft. I got an A- for it. I mean, look at this. What I this love, one. too, like Dewan Jones has the most buzz out of anyone in the draft right now and pff gives you a c for taking him way lower than he'll actually go dude pff hates him they hate him arms are too him. long, too long. Him. I, yeah he's like he's the crane wingspan yeah. he's massive yes. and he's been dominating at the senior bowl but like i'll take jalen hyatt with like the 80th pick and they're like d minus pu it's like he's probably gonna go in the second like he won't even be here that's he won't why be bad. Available. you're drafting a guy that won't even be there mick Smart enough. I see something like I know two o two o the linebacker from Alabama. I just don't know where he's like. If, it, if you get him in the fifth round, that feels good to me. I just have no idea where he's Actually, even projected. People are very low on him. Very low. <laughs> oh yeah, give me some fifth round Henry. I'm fine with that. Right, I think he'll be good, but every every time I see him spoken about, it's just like, no, he's not a modern linebacker, which I still don't know what that means. He's not Fred Warner. He can't cover sideline. <laughs> I'm like, can he cover some of the sideline? Yeah. Like, you know, he's going to be terrible? I was going to bring a mock in here today. Not one I did, but one I saw, but it pissed me off. Whose was it? I could pull it up. It was, uh, oh, it was e whoever just dropped one on ESPN. Oh boy. Because with the tenth pick, they had the Philadelphia Eagles drafting B. John Robinson. <laughs> Which I, I've said how I feel about that. I'm more upset at the justification. Because if the first like the description was like, I know, I know. I was like, strike right there. You know it's a bad pick. The second thing he said, the Eagles don't really have a lot of draft capital. They only have two day three picks. I said, is that what we that's what we deem to be? <laughs> They don't have a. They don't have two fists, two six, and two sevens, Mick. What? Uh, I said that's the reason you should draft. Right, ten for five fists. Now, they're, yeah, now they're cooking. <laughs> five fists, six six, and seven sevens. Um, get actual capital. It wasn't. Maybe it was Matt Miller. It wasn't Barnwell. I was like, I know Barnwell wouldn't write this. It's Matt Miller, but, but it's insider, so I can't read it. Oh, yeah, that's even better. <laughs> even better, because it was like, hey man, they had the. He also listed like a bunch of statistics and was like, Miles Sanders is about to be a free agent. He was like, their line is cooking. I was like, you're listing reasons they should not draft me, John. <laughs> right. <laughs> or also, you could just keep slash franchise Miles Sanders. Like, and some of the players they had, I was like, you're going to let, it was Christian Gonzalez went after him, Joey Porter, like any of the good corners. I was like, I think Bradbury is a free agent and you just, but we need uh, some Boston Scott <laughs> insurance. So, and like the franchise tag for running back is ten million. Like if you got a guy you right. like, you're feeling nothing. Is it getting, really? Yeah, it's t yeah, yeah, it's like ten, like wow. almost on the dot. Yeah, so, yeah. so like Josh Jacobs, ten million. I mean, if they can't work something out, Miles that Sanders, ten million. Wild. I'd franchise him maybe twice, and then let him go. Honestly, uh, yeah. Tony, Tony Pollard, like I heard, like he's supposed to be ready for camp with the leg. Let's see, ten million, and you're so, the fucking eagle. So 
find Tony Pollard and tell him to wait. <laughs> like, take your time. You got like, Gainwell. Well, you got Boston Scott. You got yeah. Yeah, uh, it's very funny. Like sometimes the fans are way better than these national writers. At like last year, to Jets fans' credit, or actually no, I'm gonna say the opposite of of what's true. Sometimes the fans <laughs> are fucking idiots. They were like the the Jets will not take a corner with either of their two picks. We're taking an offensive lineman and we're taking a receiver. They were right about the receiver, and it was always Garrett Wilson. They for whatever reason knew. But they took Sauce Gardner four, and it's like it. Yeah, that was the better pick, obviously. Than off, even though the the line was banged up all year. I hope Eagles fans are very against Beach. Do not learn from the Chiefs. And I understand the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, and it didn't hurt them terribly. But if they had T. Higgins out there instead of Ceh, what would the line be? Like Chiefs minus seven. If they had uh, Jonathan Taylor, Jalen Johnson, Trayvon, D like anybody in that second round. It's like, don't get cute. And I was like, especially with the, the 10th pick, you're getting cute. And people were saying, I was like, I feel like the Eagles probably would trade back. I said, I would just go best offensive lineman, defensive line. Just keep this train rolling. They're mauling on the lines. Just ref refresh that talent before getting cute. And people were saying he's a Texas guy. That that don't help his case. Now you're going to make people hate Bijan Robinson. He goes top 10. I was going to mm. say, their, their offensive lines dominant but they should also learn from the cowboys like keep investing in that so it doesn't slip because it's like kelsey lane i believe kelsey and lane johnson are both old very oh no they're for, for sure old uh, but it's all <laughs> their backup tackle right now is andre dillard who was their first rounder so i think i was like they might already be on this kind of time like he might have got i know uh, i can't think of their left tackle he's the rugby guy who had never seen a football oh, and now he's tie? Yeah, he's just the best my left lotta, tackle in the lotta, league. My lot, my lot, Jordan, my lot. My Yeah, I see what McMahon's are thinking about. <laughs> um, but I was like, I would replenish the lines and keep it. Or you could talk me into using that first pick on like a corner, like just any Porter or Christian Gonzalez or whoever the elite corner is. You could not one. talk me into, yeah, any one of them, whoever you like, but except B. John Robinson. It doesn't feel like B. John Robinson fits a need or is the best player available at 10. It does neither of the things you'd want a draft pick to do. And it doesn't give him any extra day three capital. Yeah, so... So, you just can't do it. Um, yeah, trying to talk some trade uh, value column, boys. It yeah. dropped Friday and we, we, we got some breaking news. We didn't quite get to it, but Billy Simmons wrote the trade value column. I think we got a little time to uh, to go through it. Let's let's take a quick five. Let's get some thumbs up going on the tube. Subscribe in the chat. Come back and yell with us. It'll be great. Welcome back. Happy Monday, hour three. Thank you for tapping in. Tapping that thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe in the chat with the boys and myself. I'm going to talk some NBA trade value, but I just saw the breaking new or breaking retirement news, McMahon. Mm hmm We get this pulled up. AJ Green. Oh. Calling it quits. It's a seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Finishes with 10,514 career receiving yards, an incredible player, and respected teammate from start to finish. And salute. Salute to uh, one of my favorite Bengals of all time. Just a guy that just made it look incredibly easy at all times. Like Even when he was cooking and having like big games, he just didn't... 
I won't say didn't seem like it because he was, but it, like the demeanor didn't ever seem to change. I don't think I ever saw him upset until Jalen Ramsey came into the league. And since then, I don't think I've seen him upset. So salute. Salute date. I don't know what's next for him, but looking forward to it. One of, one of my favorite Bengals. Salute on retirement. Monster. I wish he demanded to be traded like four years sooner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hey, six, if we keep in the root now, what do you say? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just seeing Dove Kleiman posting that Keenan Allen might get cut. You never know, like cap casualties, man. You really never know. Yeah. So, like in Bradbury, about to start cornerback in the Super Bowl because the Giants needed the bread. So this is Charger star Keenan Allen and uh, Scarino Everett. Most likely cuts for the teams. They can save fourteen point eight by releasing Allen, and four million by cutting Everett. They're currently twenty three million over the cap. That tracks. I. Is it not the same if they trade him? Like that's where I was like, couldn't you just get some stuff? If I, if you know Keenan Allen's on the out, somebody would trade for Keenan Allen. I think so many teams just know they will get released, right? Uh, because so you're like, already over. Yeah. But it's also like again, you some day three capital that the Eagles sorely need. But in this like like the Calais <sighs> Campbell, the we usually see this like yeah they weren't going to pay him and he probably wants a new deal. It's, would somebody give up like a fifth round pick for the right to give him that new deal? It's like we don't even want you to hit free agency because we know we can't. Like, you're probably not going to meet with us. Right. I mean, it's certainly possible, but I mean, just quick mass, they still need five million uh, just to the get under the cap. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. But, I wouldn't uh, cut anybody. This shit is not real. Restructure. But I definitely see no one trading for Scarino, like, but he'll, he'll have a market to sign. But I understand why for someone sure. wouldn't trade for that. But yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen, not the youngest. Um, Khalil Mack, already gone. 20, look, look, they didn't cut three million already. It was twenty point something. Now they. T- <laughs> how, how old is Keenan? I feel like he's a. He's had like the injury woes. But he, is he like thirty? I was gonna say I would have guessed thirty. Um, younger. Yeah. Not. Would you say why? Is he? A little younger than I thought, honestly. Actually, he's. I think it's because of like the when he misses games, he'll miss like two months straight, and it's like right. you just kind of forget about him. But when he's on field, real Hooper. So yeah, he'll definitely have a market. And I feel like this would be a very chargery thing to do. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody else y'all could cut, man. Nobody. <laughs> they cut Herbert just because, they're like, listen, it <laughs> saves us money. What do you want? Uh, yeah, we, we are now fifteen million away from getting under the cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it works because this always happens, and they it always feels like teams, I guess, cutting one guy is easier than cutting a bunch of guys worth fifteen million. Maybe right. I don't know if it's just a numbers game, but the, this is the same way we lost Bradbury to the Eagles. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I know also like it's a. I was like, "Where's their money going?" I know they just paid J.C. Jackson, and now it's like, who knows what he's going to look like after that injury, which sucks. But it's like, hey, do we do we need to cut him? I'd I'd want to keep Keenan Allen. I, that's just me. They're saying his cap hit next year is 22 and then 25 and 24. So I could not, now I understand why teams aren't itching to trade for him. Yeah. That, even like not crazy numbers for like if he hits free agency, what kind of contract does he get? Because he is like the injury history, but he was 30 and Tyreek was what, 29? Devontae was 29. Like it's 
guys getting paid. I just don't know how many years. And on yeah, yeah. on this current salary or that yeah, it makes more sense. Injury history is gonna scare people away. Like it's every year with him. Yeah, I was say you only need one, but it maybe it'll get better after you turn thirty. I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll monitor that. Y'all trying to talk some trade value column, boys? Sure, sure. Now, is 538 involved okay. in this? No, this is only Billy Simmons. Okay. Uh, ringer. Yeah, can we see? Yeah, they've got, like, the NBA rankings, but then they've also got, like, the... Is this the one? Trade value? Yeah. Yeah, this is... The, the blue bass. Yeah, there we go. Wait, wait, wait. Simmons what is, ain't wait, rolling, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What is this? Bill, Simmons is this. Simmons is this. That's not proper. That's not That's not right. No, that's, cor no, that's correct. Is that's it? Correct. You can do both. Hate to both break are correct, team, guys. No way. Both are correct. Because you can just do usually, the apostrophe or the S. Just the apostrophe was originally meant to denote that something belongs to multiple people. So, like, the boys' restroom would be belong to all the boys. Uh, the, usually an extra S is not... Because it ends in S, it's usually for plurals. But yeah, the hanging apostrophe. It's so ugly. It's just ugly. It's just ugly. <laughs> it is. But I think I think everyone's right here. Um, <laughs> yeah, both, ugly, both are correct. right. I would yeah. never write it this way because it looks no. horrible. It looks terrible. I would because I'm a purist. <laughs> real right. Uh, <laughs> real MLA. So <laughs> this is updated. Yeah, Friday. He dropped this. And I'll say, if you, if you can click that first blue link just for the rules. I don't know why he didn't put the rules also here, but they do matter for the <laughs> for the trade value column. This is, I went back and looked at last year. He just did a podcast and just listed them, dog. I said, that man, that, that, that ringer check, or that Spotify check cash, and I'm not mad at it. Uh, rule number one, salaries matter. So again, would you rather pay like Bradley Bill 50 million a year and Jalen Brown half as much? Rule number two, age matters. Like CP3 for a couple more years of Darius Garland for a decade. Number three, contract contract length matters, just not nearly as much. Number four, happiness matters more than ever. That's right. Yes. Uh, rule number five, bizarre real life trades should affect the list. I eat the Rudy Gobert. Uh, yeah. And. Number six, concentrate on degrees. Like you said, would would this trade? Yeah, what's the example he gave? Yeah, for instance, a Trey Young, Drew Holiday trade wouldn't happen, but the Bucks would at least say, "Wow, Trey is available." While the Hawks would say, "Why would we do that?" Not what I'd say, but uh, they didn't ask me. So is that the, is it? Just I think it's just six. Yes. Yep. Okay. Now for the actual list. Oh, you don't want to read what he wrote here? You don't want to read his hard work here? Nah, not in the slightest. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to, I don't want to hold you back. But, I mean, uh, he wrote, what, he wrote 9,000 words, I think he says here, so. Salute. Honorable mentions. So these guys didn't make the list. Vanderbilt, Zubak, Sugg, Seth Curry, Kuminga, Dylan Brooks, Porzingis, Wendell Carter Jr., Reading those like big Golden State Warriors. What have they ever done? <laughs> they got eights. That's, that's how I'm reading that. They've got come. Minga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's after this? I think he had some dishonorables. Uh, now, toughest omissions. Uh, oh, excuse me. No, he did have dis dishonorable. 
Kyrie Irving. Oh, they've already updated the Mavericks. So <laughs> he didn't crack the top 75 players all time or the 75 list. It's tough. And then Ben Simmons. Toughest omissions. Benny Matz, Dyson Daniels, Lou Dort, Jay Nivey, Aiton, Herb Jones, Bobo, Keegan Murray, Devin Vassell, Bogdan, Draymond, Kelton Johnson, Bobby Williams. Are there 70 more valuable players? Like, again, contract and age included than Bobby Williams? Well, I see who's 70, so I know no. Yeah, uh, yeah just no right away. Yeah. Like, all, what, 69, maybe. On there? Yeah, the rest of that list, the toughest omissions should not have been omissions based on this little sliver of screenshot we have. I was going to say, playing by the rules, it is tough to match up Hey, or, hey uh, Rob Will in a trade just because he doesn't make a ton. I think he's at like 10 right now. But it wasn't difficult yet. If you're looking like to trade like, him, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the contract the issue is more about like uh, whether they're making too much or too little, like value, right. not difficulty. So I, I would say, yeah, that would push have him above Gobert. <laughs> and by For any sure. stretch, yeah. yeah sure. That's insane. Number 70. So be it. Yeah, this is Gobert the buyer's Rudy remorse tier. Rudy Gobert, Chris Paul. Yeah. I don't know about that. Jordan Poole. It's not like people that just got paid. Bradley Bill. Zach Levine. It's not everyone that just got paid, essentially. Okay, um, got it. Yeah. Got it. That's that the sense. yes, like big contracts, long term issues, and even then Bob Wee. I'll take Kelton Johnson over Gobert. Like I'll take a yeah. couple of those toughest omission guys over him. Yeah, it's What's weird. The- Being here is almost saying that these guys are all horrible trade value, but they're on the list. So well, it's like yeah, yeah, that's the tough. It's like it, they're top seventy talents, but bottom seventy contracts. Yeah, Who's I do think year? he's right having Levine on top of that bottom, just because yeah, I, for I sure. Do, hmm. I do see a world hmm. where he lives up most of that contract. Uh, kind of same with Beal too. If Beal were just right. on a different team, and if he was like the third guy, not the first or second guy, yeah, the contract's a ton. But that's that's it is what it is. Like, there's nothing you can right. do about it now. But if a team right. were able to cobble together, like trade. it wouldn't be a good trade by any means. But I could see it working. If you could get either of those guys to Dallas, for example, we wouldn't care that how much money they were making. Right. right. Like I don't think Miami would like. I mean, even Biff, he's your second guy we saw. You can make the second round of the playoffs. You can do worse than that. So, yeah, I agree with that. Kyle Kuzma is the least tradable person on these Washington Wizards. Scoob disagree? Dude, Kyle Kuzma's having a great year. He's I, I wish he was on a better team. He's got. A, I hope. I really hope he gets traded before. But before. he's got an option. Yeah. That second year there is a like I'm almost certain he can become a free agent this summer, yeah. which is in part why they traded Rui because it's like we. Giving this contract to one guy. So, Kuz 65. Who's next on there, Scoob? Who's, uh... Julius... Julius Randle, 64, YC. Too high, too low. Oh, back-to-back, actually. Look at that. Oh, and R- let's discuss them both. Too high, too low. <laughs> RJ Barrett, 63. Randle, 64. 
I don't know if RJ Barrett has this much value, uh, especially looking at the names that were left on left off this list. I know it's a little bit of uh, uh, recency bias, but um, he's not playing so hot uh, this year. He's having a rough season, so I don't know about that. Julius Randle, I Careful. think uh very uh very good value and production for his contract so i so i get it but i don't know i i don't know how other people value him because i feel like no one's clamoring trying to get him so i will say just looking at is that 23 25 and 27 for julius salary school yeah 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 that's very fair like that's much yeah, I that thought he was, was the in the idea. 30s for all the no, years. No, that was the idea behind signing the extension. He had the he had the All NBA year, and they were like, "Let's lock him up now." And then he had a dip last year, really bad dip. But even then, it was kind of like the contract's never going to be an issue, and the length is never an issue anymore. So he's making he's making the right amount of money, or maybe even a a, a little bit of uh, overproducing for that value for sure. I a tremendous value. We need to get rid of our coach. We can't have them both. Now you're spitting. Now you're spitting. Uh, RJ 63. Coley's boy, Jeremy Grant, 62. Uh, His boy. He loves Jeremy Grant. I don't even dislike him. I dislike whatever max contract he's going to be given. Hey, well, what would you pay him? It's coming from your Celtics, so. Can't <laughs> Listen, Bobby Williams is going to Portland, man. He's not even on this list. What the... Uh, he already has the bad knee. Sending him to Portland, you might as well just cut his legs off. He's still good for two blocks a game. Uh, Definitely. What would you pay Grant? I, I feel like he's making a – he's got 21 this year. Uh, 25. And he has unrestricted. So, that's like, four, I mean, 400? Yeah, I think that's fair. Still probably a little more, but my brain hasn't fully caught to, like, whatever the next Allen Crabb mm. deal looks like. Julius Julius Randall's a good comp, honestly. They're somewhat similar in production. I would say, yeah, Julius Randall. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, around twenty five. It's just why he's been in the league so long. He's not that old, but nine seasons. I think it's his max. Yeah. It's like five or two something. I don't like. He's not gonna get that. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't no think. No way. He's too. He's, he's too old. I mean, he's like, it's a Zach Levine thing. He's older than Levine. He's older than Randall, pretty sure. He's 28? Yeah. He's been was, in the league. He was, he was a member of the process. Like, the no, legit process. He, no. was, he was there. Four. I mean, someone's going to give him, four, like, the Lakers just get off Russ's money and give him four for 200. They're like, what do you think, LeBron? He's mm-hmm. like, I wish I was mm-hmm. dead. I genuinely wish someone <laughs> put a bullet in my head. I think it'll be that like four for one hundred is probably fair, but because if he leaves, they can't replace him. I think that's what'll give him like four for one twenty, one thirty or four. Like he'll be getting thirty mil a year, which Portland's oh, just gonna damn, I think. Yeah, fifty or excuse me, sixty second. Who's uh who's ahead of Jeremy? Chris Middleton school. He can opt out this year, you this summer, in fact. Uh He's been older, and the the knee injury is an uh, injury, so it's always it's always a thing now. When when you're that old, and you get knee injuries; they don't go away. I feel like I feel like they always start cropping up over and over. And the thing with it is, like he's like, I'll opt out and leave, and you'll get nothing. Can you afford to do that right now? With this, I think this team's up to what second 
in the East, and Middleton's not even playing a full load yet. So mm-hmm. forty million I, coming off, should he should he opt out though? I was gonna say I don't know that he will. I don't. Think I think so. he will, only for the re- because the Bucks can't afford to lose him. Like, what are the Bucks gonna? They're gonna say no. Like the years, I think you could get because he's thirty-one year eleven. So it's like we can't give you five years, but if it's like three for whatever his max is, I could see him opting out. Or again, the Lakers. If he's like, I'll go to the, if y'all give me the max money, I'll go to the Lakers. I don't think anyone's giving him more than forty. To be honest, I just don't that, see it. I just unless he thinks he's gonna be like cooked or something, and he wants to get three for for seventy instead of one for forty, then I don't see I, why you didn't just take the forty and take your chances. I don't think he takes like again three for seven. If he opts out, it's like I will leave. You'll get nothing for me. Are the Bucks gonna say oh, we can't give him the full? I don't even know it hit four for one sixty or whatever. That's where it's like the I don't know how much I the guess. per year will change, but if he is like this is my last chance to get those but, extra years, yeah, I'm opting but, out to re up. But couldn't he play that card and and opt in? Just do it again next year and say you can't lose me for nothing. Bank the forty and then do the same thing. If he thinks his knee holds up. Uh. Yeah, which he might because I haven't looked yeah. at next year's free agent class, but I wonder. I wonder, and it, it might be no, but I wonder if any NBA players just watch that Carlos Correa situation play out. Guys with injuries, and they're like, if Chris Middle, like the Bucks know his medicals, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. if they're like, we're fine with letting you walk. Because his agent already knows if other teams are interested, you know what I mean? But if the Bucks right. start floating it out there, if they kind of poison the well a bit, like, mm. I wonder if he will just opt in. I mean, even then, it only, of course, they'll poison it. And of course, they'll his side will say, no, he's never been healthier. We didn't like the way their training staff was. We need some of that uh, Los Angeles Lakers training staff. And that's how he walks into four for 170 with a player option. He's 61st. Think he'd be foolish to opt out again. It's on the he might take a per year dip, but on the whole, when this is all guaranteed, you're just looking at I'm getting 120, 30, 40 new million, and I'm playing on one leg. That's why I think he'll do it for the long term security. Because if he he might be the number one free agent on the market, we looked at the he bum knee and all, it's just not a very right. good market. So it'll be interesting to see. Cause he might have a, he might stink in the playoffs. He might just be same old Chris Middleton in the playoffs, and it's like, oh yeah, of course you, he'll want the extra security. So we will see with him. Jared Allen, sixty. He's just at a, a flat twenty million. This feels super low. Mm-hmm. Everything, the salary, the <laughs> ranking, the the everything. Right. Yeah, it feels like he should be much higher based on how much money he's making. He's a great player too, but I mean, twenty million flat. Locked up for a couple of years, no options. Feels like good business to me. Only on both 24. sides. I was gonna say super young. Yeah, that's wild. The Nets could Amp- use a guy like this. Nah, they couldn't. <laughs> Look at the depoy. Yeah, they all right. And they had DJ, <laughs> uh, which was much worse. Ahead of him, Simons, who just got paid. How what uh yeah, I would swap these guys, I think. I could, I mean, definitely team need based. Um, I think you could find what, what Simons is doing a little bit easier. They got, you know, the same years left, close in age. I think, I think, uh, 
Jared Allen's just a rarer piece. I could see this because also Simons has like the creation skills that yeah, are hot right good. now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and also if play. you're right. It's also like should Simons just be running the show for like if he just goes somewhere and gets to run the show, do you think you're unlocking another level? So I could see either side of this one. Yeah, for sure. Fifty-eight. Jimbo. James Harden. He's got 33. He opted out of that. Actually, yeah. Now this is probably the number one, probably will be the number one free agent. And they say he's going to Houston. I don't know. I don't know. hundred oh, percent. He's just gonna go right back to Houston. Long con. It's like now I got some younger guys to do the same stuff I had the older guys do. This is great. But he's fifty-eight. Who's ahead of him? Fifty-seven. Demar is what thirty-seven. Is that thirty-seven? Thirty-eight million. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh, oh. Well, that not bad. That's why I think you can opt out too. Probably so for, yeah. And and that's why I feel like Chris Middleton won't opt out because it's like if DeMar DeRozan is making 27, 28, who's going to pay Chris Middleton 40 again or more than 40 again? You know? Yeah, I could, but this is also coming off San Antonio when he signed that, it was like, why did they give him $80 million? And then he was like, right. no, I'm still cold. So if Middleton's just, like yeah, y'all really can't afford to lose me because he got signed and traded. Like the Spurs weren't gonna keep him, so he'll probably be opting out. So I'll have to say he probably will be opting out because he's getting older, but he's still super durable and a bucket getter. So mm-hmm. who knows? Fifty six, Tyrese Maxey, saying Lilo, still on the rookie deal for this year and next year. I feel like that. I thought that would give you like a little juice. Like you're going to have to pay him, but you get to decide it. So I feel like Doc Rivers hurt his value here in this column. <laughs> Seriously. It won't be the first time. Wait, this, this, this caption here, he says, is he underrated? Is he overrated? I'd have it underrated. Minus 160, overrated plus 140. I would probably sprinkle a little on overrated. Fight me. When? Fight him, school. What is he talking about? I mean, okay. And now for some Pearl Jam. This is a third-year guard averaging 20 on 39% from three bats. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you put it like that, he's terrible. And Yeah, sources say yes. <laughs> um, who's ahead of Maxi? Also, I don't know what Bill Simmons sounds like. I have no idea. House. Is Tyler Hero good? That's, that's all the all good things <laughs> he, I got. He had um, a TV show, Scoob, on HBO. Never forget. We have to look it facts. up. Oh, it's a doozy. Um, Pay for their own fucking stadiums. That's right. Um, <laughs> Harrow, he's in yeah last year of his rookie deal. And he got, yeah, I think four for 120. So that's yeah, just. How, why would you rather? Yeah. Why would you rather have Hero over Maxi in trade value? done it in the playoffs making you know 10 times as much done what <laughs> oh, you don't remember that, that face he you don't remember that face he hit somebody's team within the bubble yeah scoop no he is he put somebody's uh team out with that but i think Certainly like to simon's bubble <laughs> it's real ball damn it uh, tom last year in boston shriveled up a corn cob you're talking about old stuff man come on um, <laughs> 
another uh, New York Knickerbocker. 54, Jalen Brunson. This feels, he should be lower. I mean, his contract gets better. It gets lower. Yeah, that's, that's the, yeah. right now he's already middle of the pack as far as point guards and in, in, in salary. He's like literally 14th or 15th, and it's only going to go down. Yeah, so this feels low. He's 54. De'Aaron's 53. And I think, yeah, there, this is why you can't listen to uh, Bill Simmons all the time. He said, I absolutely would have traded Fox in October for Russ in those two picks. <laughs> Look. If you don't, he was ready to trade Brandon Ingram. If Bill, if you ain't got to figure it figured out by twenty two, he's out on you. And that's not even a gripe, but it's like Bill Simmons knows the history of the NBA more than most people on earth. It take time for some guys to figure this stuff out. And now <laughs> you would think, and now DM, if he's playing like like all star caliber for a three seed, I think fifty three is too low. He's not on a terrible contract. He playing all star caliber ball for a winning team, but I'm yeah, he signed his contract a while ago, so it's not like uh, huge numbers. Yeah, this feels low. We got Andy Wiggins, fifty two, which he just resigned. So, sure. What's up with his salary? He's thirty three, twenty four, twenty six. He. This is the last year of this deal, and that twenty four. Starts the next deal, like oh, okay. the thirty-three. I think is the last year of the Timberwolves max, which is yeah, how long these contracts run. So like five years is a literal eternity. And now, like once he gets on that next deal, he goes to twenty-six. That would bump him down this list too, I would think. But he didn't start the All Star game this year. Next category, the what is it, upside game. So to have no upside because <laughs> he's tiny. He comes off the bench. He stinks. He's uh, too old already. He's already aged out of upside. Yeah, Jalen Williams is uh, much more like several spots more valuable than Tyrese Maxey. He's bigger, and this is just yeah, he's bigger. Like they got Jalen Williams, Walker Kessler. Is this just all rookies? This might just be the rookie tier. It says upside gang. Kessler. Shaden Sharp, Jabari Smith, Jalen Green, Scotty Barnes. They got streamers on the list. Uh, yeah, Scotty Barnes, not a rookie. Yeah. Cade Cunningham, kind of still a rookie. So that, okay, first or second year, guys. Again, Maxi, year three is just, he's too old. Mm-hmm. Bridge too far. Group J, sorry, he's worth way more to us than you. 44, Marcus Smart. 43, Mikael Bridges. Your thoughts, McMahon? Uh, based on like how Smart's played, now that he's become like an actual point guard, not like this hybrid guard that he had been the, the rest of his career, he's definitely better than Mikael Bridges. Like I feel like Mikael Bridges has taken a step back this year. Moving forward, I don't think Mikael's going to keep... Nah, he's nah, he balling this year. I feel like he had a long stretch where he was not doing so hot. Like, during that, his... what, what was the, the Suns crazy... Yeah, what are his averages? What was the Suns yeah, losing streak? Like? Because I feel like I saw a lot of Suns pointing to him specifically. Like, you are not living up to your end of the bargain here. Roll down low? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 17 a game and 17. 40% from three. I was going to say, yeah, he's he been balling this year. Yeah. What was his... 4.6 attempts, is that what that says? 
Yeah. That's kind of that that feels low for him. And that's I mean, Chris Paul's missed a lot of time. Uh yeah, he should be he should be chucking. Um yeah, I'm I, I when it, when I saw the title for this group, I thought Marcus was gonna be the only one in it, honestly. I thought that's why he made <laughs> that the title. Like this is the Marcus Mark, Smart, and then everyone else will keep going. Like Mikhail Mark Bridges. I do agree that Marcus Smart has more value to the Celtics than other teams. I feel like Mikhail Bridges would have a ton of value in a bunch of teams. And OG too. That's why he's higher. Uh, yeah, OG next. He's the one. Maybe we find out in like four days uh, if somebody just gives up a haul and a half. Because I heard, was listening to something. It was like the Nets now have two picks of their own and like picks to trade. And it's like if the OG starting price is three picks, do they just again just reroute Look, this kind of based, like the stuff they just got? Based on watching. Only two excruciating Knicks Raptors games, just <laughs> ugly basketball. Um, there's no way OG Ananobi is worth more to the Raptors than anywhere else, in the same way that Marcus Smart is to the Celtics. Because as I good as he is, yeah. they just ignore him for 10 15 minutes at a time. He does not touch the ball. He just, I, I don't even understand how he puts up these numbers because he just does not get the ball in that office. They do not care to use him in any way and it doesn't seem like it's his fault it's not him being passive they just literally never run anything for him or, or give him a chance it's, it's fred van fleet to pascal siakam and back and then a couple of kickouts to uh uh gtj whoever their shooting guard and that's it like he just doesn't touch the ball for quarters at a time i feel like that would be the knock on like of those guys he like creating off the dribble i think would be his. like he's the perfect three and d guy but Scotty can Scotty do stuff off the dribble. Siakam does stuff off the dribble. They Van Vliet doesn't touch the ball though. I don't know. If, he if, he, if it's like stand uh, in the corner or bust, you better hit these threes, buddy, and lock up. Then I could see. Yeah, those guys do get lost in the yeah, in the fold. I don't know. I don't know if it's him or not though. It just feels like he doesn't mm -hmm. get a chance. I say he's taking more threes than Bridges, so he's getting some. And Irvin was saying they were running Booker sets for Mikael. Yeah, I could see why that wasn't working so hot. So I don't even blame Mikael for that. <laughs> yeah, so he's he hadn't had anybody to pass him the ball this year. I'd like to if they ever get fully healthy, I could see. Hopefully those threes go up because I know he's been like creating more at a necessity. Hmm. It's like either you try something new and we go back to campaign, and he's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> who's ahead of Anna? No, because again, they people are. People are saying the Raptors are asking for a haul, and he's not even top 40 on this list. Like, I love Jamal, but the, Jamal's 41. If they traded him both right now, I think OG would get more. Like, he, he fits in any team. Um, the other but Jamal one, has been balling lately. And he's the other one that's been tweeting um, about, I think, Bones oh. Highland. Uh, dude, I, dude, I don't know what happened. Bones Highland's just been getting – not even – did not play coach's decisions. He'll just play like four minutes, which to me feels worse than a DMP CD. Yeah, Jamal, do not complain about what you didn't get from the from the work you didn't put in. And I think this came out after the Kyrie trade request. So people were like, right. hey, come on, man. And he was like, no, no, no. It wasn't about that. It was about that whole ass nigga. I'm not even going to say his name. But it wasn't. It was about just Kyrie stuff. Um, well, Bones Highland's sister was like chirping at him or something. And too. his yeah. friends. Uh, a lot A lot of people that Bones followed were tweeting about him. Uh, Jamal Murray saying he was yeah. washed up essentially. Well, that's not true. But it does seem like Bones is... <laughs> he might be like the next name traded. Like I think it was Tim McMahon who was like, he will be traded. They don't know where, but it's like he will be traded. So... 
<laughs> Probably so. Uh, I do agree Florida. that he's worth more to the Nuggets than to other teams, though. Yeah, like maybe it should be yeah. him and Smart in that tier. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi, is Kawhi, is he in this group too, worth more to us than others? Should, shouldn't be on the list, in my opinion. We talk about, talked it. about it. We already talked about it. We don't know. You don't know what you're getting with this guy. It's like it's like the Kyrie situation, but worse maybe. He's making so much money. I would say worse is to he listen. He don't have Instagram. <laughs> That's why I can't say. Worse. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, worse worse from a basketball perspective. Not from a social right. One picture. It was Obama. Yeah. It was deep fried several <laughs> times, and that was it. He deleted the internet forever. He's the smartest man on this list. Uh, I w- he's been balling lately, like playing like 40 minutes. I still don't know if they do back-to-backs, but he's been playing more lately. It's just is he due for, for how long? DMPs now? Like, how does this work with him? I don't get it. Doesn't look uh, like it. Well, this feels like the – yeah, he should be in this tier too, but he, like he set it out. I want to live here so I can like helicopter to San Diego. I want Uncle Dennis to be the chair of Microsoft. That's where it's like he's <laughs> this is Steve Ballmer's guy. Like he nobody else was would give up all that much, but the Clippers are here now, so I could see him being in that tier. It's just wild seeing 40 by him when when he plays, he's excellent. So who's next? DeJounte 39 and I'd have to entertain flipping DeJounte for Kawhi straight up. We'd have to, <laughs> me and the wrestler children would have to uh, have a meeting concerning this. Brandon Ingram, 38. You just can't use a guy like that outside of New Orleans. For like a guy that we watched cook in the playoffs, even though they lost, it just, like he got hurt and it was like, oh man, he's playing terrible. Like he didn't play for two months. And now I think he, he's cooked both their February games. So it's like, uh, what do you know? Injured person got healthy. And he's on a, look, was it 31, 33? What's his contract? 31, 33, 36. That feels fair. He's 25, 26. Season seven, but he's going to be the next guy where he'll never turn 30, ever. Eight years from now, he will be 28. I don't know if it's 37 more valuable. Who's it? Like Brandon Ingram for Desmond Bain. I think Ingram a better player. That's just me. All right. Dude, look That's how, just me. Look how short his arms look in this picture. Look at they them. set him up for sure. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> his wife fell in the draft. T-Rex. He's those little shrimp forks. Um, oh my god! And he's balling too. Hadn't been paid yet, so I get you got to decide what to what to pay him. He's still on his rookie deal. Yep, for this year and next. This That's is just this is crazy. year. Yeah, year three for him. Oh yeah, he was twenty two when he got drafted. Right, right, right. Old man with them little bitty arms. <laughs> Thirty six. Old man uh, with them long old arms. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's him. No, LeBron James, thirty six. I if he's on the list, I don't know where you could put him. He's worth more to the Lakers. You understand. I, th- <laughs> I guess yeah, twelve seed Lakers. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're giving a lot of worth now. If they put him up for a trade with this year and two more guaranteed years, though, they'd get some stuffs. Yeah, every team in the league would call to add LeBron James. What team wouldn't? For, for this and two more years, especially with the way he's playing, I 
Like I hear what he's saying. Like LeBron, he's no longer like the lock for the top one or three or five or whatever. But thirty six feels <laughs> crazy low. Yeah, who who's thirty five? Who's directly ahead of all that? And what Celtic is it? Oh my God, I can see who it is. Okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Doug? Next group: too young, too cheap, too good. Please stop calling us. We have no idea. Chet Holmgren. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. 34 is Josh Giddy. So is this just the Oklahoma City Thunder or the next 12? Just the entire roster? <laughs> Shea's next. I, I'm high on Chet Holmgren. He can't even defend LeBron. We saw it. Like LaMelo Ball. You think LeBron, uh, you think Michael Jordan wouldn't trade LaMelo for uh, LeBron? <laughs> Put some asses in seats. <sighs> That's why his column always falls apart. It never seems to like adhere to its own rules because when you ask the question outright it doesn't seem like bill simmons is really saying what the list is supposed to be saying it's just that it just seems like he's making these grouped lists at this point and even which i don't disagree but like why is chet why is getting that up there with the like the upside group like mm -hmm. the group we just passed the younger guys who haven't been paid yet you're one or two why is he not there? The, the other thing too about it is that like these groups don't correspond to where you should be on the list. Like just mm. because you're an upside guy doesn't mean you don't have the most value in the trade. Like right. he just kind of it just feels very arbitrary, obviously. And then Lamelo Ball, thirty three. Oh, excuse me, thirty. Yeah, thirty three. This is, <laughs> group H, winning assets. Or starts, guys. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lori Markinen, 32. Demonis Sabonis, 31. And who's, is there, are there any, Kevin Love? Uh, <laughs> not Paul George. Who do you, by the name, he forgot Paul George. So. <laughs> he just thought, yeah, P. George. If they, if they put them both up for trade right now, does Kawhi get you bigger return or Paul George? I feel like it's still Kawhi, but that, I might be wrong. I think there. it's Paul George. I think it's yeah. George. For the age, for the like, he plays more, but he's a worse player. Injury, it's just the injury. Plays thing. a lot more, I think. I don't know about a lot more. Like he plays more for sure, but they've—I feel like they've both been in and out of the line. Like Kawhi gets the brunt of it, which keeps Paul George from getting. It's like he ain't playing the, these back-to-back -back nights either. He didn't tear his ACL a year ago. Well, does he just take him off because Kawhi takes him off? You know. Then I, that's definitely a higher on my list. No dog in them, school. <laughs> I think it's like when you trade for Kawhi, you're rearranging your whole power structure of your team where it feels like you can just kind of trade. For, like he, he's come out unasked and been like, I'm the number two. So I feel like he's an easier guy to trade for. You don't have to give, uh, you may have to give up more, but I think he's easier to just slot into whatever team you already have as opposed to Kawhi. It's like, all right, this is our new number one. And we don't know if our number one's going to play 80 games or 10 games this year. Paul George, you don't know if he's going to play. Like he, he not Mr. Durable, but I, I think it's a valid point. I do wonder to Scoop's point though, how much of it is, he feels a little more empowered to take rest days because of their accommodations for Kawhi. Like it's just an organization that's accommodating their players a little bit more than others would. So he'd probably play more games somewhere else is my guess. Yeah, they accommodate the two of them. Right. Say, it probably is for the best for Paul George that he's not playing all the time. Cause he's like you said, not term, the most durable yeah. lad. 
Man, y'all, this is a flirting and harassment. Paul George take a, a load management day. This is, <laughs> it's a dirty game, man. Uh, group G, if you tell Woj, I'll deny it to the death, but I'm listening. Now, Jalen's in here for sure. Gotta, Probably so. Gotta change <laughs> Shams. Shams has surpassed him. I, uh, Shams might be the go-to uh, reference for this. 29, Trey Young. 28, Pascal Siakam. 27, Carl Anthony Towns. Ooh, and that's the group. That, I feel like the for the last two guys and probably Trey next year, it wouldn't even be like news if it's like they were maybe shopping. Maybe. Group F. I got a gripe right here. The rights to any probable top five pick. Like basically the, the shot at, at Wimby. Isn't even just the shot maybe higher than this? He's that kind of prospect. Like, again, the, the numbers are shifted. It's really top four you're playing for. But if he's that prospect, we see him doing wild shit every two weeks, then I feel like this would be like a top 20 asset, even sight unseen, but maybe not. Also, Scoot's playing in the Rising Stars All-Star game. Uh, hmm. Why isn't Weminyama? Scared of the grind is what I've heard. <laughs> My French correspondence. It might, it might be the season over there, so you might not be able to get away. Maybe. There's no chance he cares about that. Yeah, <laughs> double duty. I tell him to play both. A game in France, a game in Utah, and then another one in uh, France. What's he running from? Sounds like very French to me, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Group E, let me save you some time. Fuck no. Franz Wagner, 25th. Jaron Jackson Jr., Drew Holiday, who I like, but feels a little long in the tooth to be like yeah. untradeable. That's a worth more to me than you kind of player. Right. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, who else is in the 20s? Donnie Mitchell, who I, I guess he gets knocked for having just been traded, but he's been killing it since then. <laughs> uh, Dame feels like the ultimate worth more to us than. You, he is our franchise guy. He will not abandon us. And then 20, Derek's Garland. We say school. We physically can't get him out of our building. <laughs> he will not leave yeah. here. Group K. Uh, yeah, once you pay a guy 50 million, too, what are you taking back in the trade? It's not worth it for you to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, Garland 20. Bam 19. Adebayevich would have been top one, but no. that's neither yeah. here nor there. <laughs> 18, Anthony Davis. If the Lakers called right now and said Anthony Davis for Bam, the Lakers say yes, right? Well, we already covered. The Lakers are really stupid, so I don't know. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Uh, AD's 18, Jimmy Butler. Would you, would, if, if the Lakers called the Pelicans and said AD for Brandon Ingram, the Pelicans would say, of course not. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why do you still have our number? Um, 18 feels like, again, he's balling this year, but just the everything. The injuries, not a young man anymore. Again, still not 30, but 18 feels a little high. Yeah, how old is Bam? 25, 6? Wow. Yeah, 5. So, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, 4 years age difference. Yeah, you got to swap those. 18, AD, 17. The 33-year-old Jimmy Butler. 
Listen, they like him, but if it was just another star, if it was just Brandon Ingram, he's like, eh, I think Pat Riley would listen. I don't know if he'd do it, <laughs> but they're just about like a star, whoever the next star is. So Butler 17, Jalen Brown 16. Too high, too low, Coley? Given his contract, it might be too high since he's only got a year left after this. Yeah, I could see like, he can't extend because the the BS right. rule we talk about. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any any sense for him to sign before then. So, talent wise, yeah, this is about where he should be. But I don't. And he also, uh, we have proof that when Woe just told he's available, the Celtics say <laughs> fuck no. Uh, so I think he's in the wrong group. <laughs> this is fair. Oh, we got some breaking news in the chat for Ken Corkmaz just demanded a trade. <laughs> you put him and uh him and Springer together, man. You might could get one of these guys in the top fifteen. <laughs> I was gonna say we haven't seen Furkan's name yet. Is he top fifteen? Yeah, not yet. We'll, oh. We don't want to spoil it. Okay, uh, budding franchise, we're here. This is Furkan. <laughs> Group D, Furkan Corkmaz. Uh, yeah. No, fifteen. Paolo Bancaro. Fourteen. Tyrese Halliburton. He was traded a year ago. <laughs> For a guy who was what in the thirties on this list, like straight up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Thirteen. Evan Mobley. This at first glance looks high, but it's like no, I think that's right. Like you would have yeah. to trade them a haul to get yeah. Mobley. The Ant Man number twelve also feels they just they want to retool on the older timeline. They're ready to win now, says Tim Connolly. Ant Man out of there. So those those only three members that I think that's fair. Group C, only if they made us do it. So the Paul George asked politely move, and it's the guy that was traded for Paul George. What do you know? Shea Gilgis Alexander, number eleven. Durant, number ten. He had he tried to make him do it. Yeah, he, <laughs> we went for three months because he was like trade me, and they said no. Um, 10th year. Devin Booker, number nine. And that's the end of that group. <laughs> group B, the untouchables. Number eight, Zion Williamson. Disagree. Yeah, you heard again. Which way? I don't know. I've, I feel like the Pelicans should entertain. If there's just a healthier option. And that Zion, when he plays, is unbelievable. So I get it. He should be high. Untouchable? I, I don't know about that. The question starts to begin of whether or not it'd be worth it to see what you can get for him before he completely breaks down. If you think that's a possibility, so right there's there's a very there's a very narrow gap before it's just like all right now no one will trade for him. right and we're not there right. yet but you do but have to weigh there. that small market it would ruin them uh, <laughs> they should trade him for the next guy Joel and B number seven. It's just the yeah. big guys who are injured um, <laughs> tier, or who have had injuries too. Yeah, it's like the Sixers wouldn't do that, so I don't understand this order right away. No. He's seven. Who's ahead of him? We've got a couple. Uh... Oh, now we're in group eight. Completely and utterly untouchable. We got uh, Ja Gotti. Uh... Part of the untouchables. The real untouchables. The real life untouchables. <laughs> <laughs> Teflon Morant, number six. 
Jason Tatum, number five. Where's that? Too high, too low, Coley? I'm looking at the guy ahead of him and just factoring yeah. age into it. I feel like they should be flopped. That's age alone. Decades difference, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Age <laughs> alone. Steph's first ballot Hall of Famer, top 10 player all time, for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't. And he makes more, like way more. Uh, I was gonna say, it's probably so way more. Just like his super maxes are contracts nobody but him can sign. Right. So that's, I agree he's untradeable, um, but I don't agree in the order. Homer. Uh, yes. <laughs> Tatum, number five. Steph, number four. Jokic, number three. Whites, he he ain't even holding the ball in the picture, man. Everybody else get the blue ball. He just get the uh, now if it was Nikola Jokicevic, then he'd be one. If if it was duh, Nikola Jokic, he'd be 28th. Catch my drift. Uh, Jokic number three, Luca number two, which means that number one is Firkin Corkmont. No, uh. Giannis Antetokounmpo from the big Milwaukee Bucks. Scoob, did he get it right at the end? I don't know. I feel like the Bucks probably listen if you call. Probably like, yeah, well, what's your best offer? No, he got it right. He got it right. Come on. I, I was going to say, listen, um, they should not ever do that because I would only ever call. I'm, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so confident in number one that I thought about all the talk about Chris Middleton and how – we couldn't afford to have him opt out. We would have to pay him whatever he wants. No, well, I think we'd be pretty all right if he left. We'd we'd find a way. We got Giannis. We'd figure it out. We'd find kind a way. Agree. I kind of agree. Like Chris, they went to seven last year against the Celtics with no Chris Middleton whatsoever, and Giannis still almost pulled it off. Like I. Right, right. The reason the reason we were so screwed without Chris last year is just because we weren't planned for not having Chris. If we came into a right. season where we had a different plan for someone besides him, we'd figure it out. We we'd be able to we'd be able to do it. He's just surplus to a good good team already, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, he makes took a second round team to a championship. Man, it's a tough crowd for Middleton. Uh, Batman. <laughs> is he actually uh Kendrick Perkins? I'm just going uh, based off of the conversation we had before where he was holding us at gunpoint to be on this team. <laughs> I don't disagree. I, I don't think it's like all right, yeah, we're not gonna ruin like I think it's a franchise ruining move if you paid him like one eighty or whatever and he's truly not healthy. Now if he's healthy, obviously you'd like to have him. But if he's dangling uh one leg, yeah, I don't know that I think I'm okay with him walking away. Only thing is, like, they just can't replace it. So it's like, yeah, we'd figure it out. You better. Because it's like you wouldn't get the salary cap to sign anybody unless you got, like, a trade exception or you right. could do a sign and trade maybe. But it comes – yeah, if if it's one of one, the Bucks say no to everybody. Luca's kind of interesting just because it was, what, five years age? Is that 23 and 28? Uh, Yes. So half a decade – not nothing, but not enough. Not enough for me. No deal, I would say. No MVPs, no rings, Paul. Giannis get a depoy or no? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, you got, MVPs, the, you got the MVP. One yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I'd, it's still Giannis. I agree. What, what year is it not Giannis? And then we'll get out of here. 
when he's 38 and trying to build the team like LeBron is, and we all know he can't build a team because we've already seen his building abilities. <laughs> Maybe he was, was young. Uh... Well, Luca, I think the uh, another question is, will Luca ever be one? Because Victor's entering the league next year, and how long does it take him to get into this conversation? Like the top three, from what I see, twenty six right now at a chance to draft him. So I feel like him himself to get him. Yeah, yeah, him himself has to be pretty high. Yeah, we'll know in like three years because if he's like that real deal, he might be number one on this list next year to Bill Simmons. Uh oh, Cole chain the Browns questionable tonight with an illness. He might be getting traded. The trade value flew. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, it would be just such a. The only people who talk about this is people from Philly and national people. Like I can't imagine <laughs> Jalen's going anywhere. It would be genuinely shocking to do. I mean, we. I I, I talk about it with other teams all the time. I talk about it with Philly today. Learn from other people. Learn from yourselves. Like the Celtics did this with Kendrick Perkins for Jeff Green. Obviously, this is a different trade, but it completely fucked up the one seed. Everything. Yeah, yeah it completely <laughs> fucked up the one seed. And look at where we are right now. We want to do it all over again? I think not. I can't imagine this is real. Stephen A. Smith's the only person reporting on this. And I love Stephen A. Smith, but not for his sources. I believe it now. You shouldn't have told me that. I 100% believe it now. He'll be, a new, uh, he'll be on a new team by the time we check in tomorrow. But that'll do it for us today. Thankful to everyone in chat. Thankful to Brother Roby. Thankful to the McMahon, the YC school for pushing our buttons. Now, our cut to it, boys, the McMahon, YC, and Dean will be making their way out west as a football game coming up, as I understand it. So we're, we're wishing our boys safe travels uh, to and fro. Myself and Scoob will be checking in tomorrow. We have some guest tiering, and maybe this person will stick around for the whole hour. You, I don't know. I don't know. You got you to tune in to find out. So if we get a thumbs up on the YouTube on the way out, subscribe in the chat. And we'll catch everybody tomorrow.